Doc Rivers continues to time and time again not get it when it comes to getting... Oh! Let him play! You bet one one bone to win 19. I'm sorry. Where, what site do you use where you can actually bet one buck? <laughs> they let you do 50 cent bets. Oh my goodness, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally, like he dropped Superman down, like the drain comes out. Like, God damn it, Superman. <laughs> I don't know, honey. I don't know where he got that from. From Los Angeles, this is Dave in the City, part of the Dit Cow Sports Network. Now, here's Dave Medina. Good evening, sports fans, and a pleasure to have you here for the Big Movie Show. Good to have you with us from the home, from the Dave in the City studios at the home of champions and potentially mobsters, sunny Southern California, obviously the epicenter of that scene we're going to talk about tonight. Um, This is our Godfather recap slash random question show, and our friend Kevin on the Cape is standing by, ready to do it with us. We're so glad you all can be here. I'm, I know that there's been a lot of talk about this program leading up to it in the weeks before when we first proposed it, and then today, just a ton of Godfather references back on the board on the MikeFrancesa.com, and that's awesome. Like, I, I think it's great. So thank you very much for your interest in this program. I'm glad that that you can settle, pull up a chair, and we can we can do this together. But oh my gosh, look at the live views. This is look at this. This is awesome. Well, let's not waste any time. Um, we've got a lot to recap. As we give you guys our impressions of a, of an absolute classic of a movie, and what we thought of it, on America's favorite moment in sports talk podcasting. Do the dance! It's time for random questions. Good stuff in the city with Kevin on the cape. And we're back, Kevin. Welcome back. How's it going? Going great, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well. And um, this is a moment that has been almost four decades in the making. It's <laughs> true. Uh, well, it's actually more than four decades in the making in a way. But for the two of us, it's been roughly four decades in the making. So we're, it's a way overdue. But I'm glad we finally got to see The Godfather. And um, before we get into the review and what we thought of it and everything else, I, I, did, I just want to continue, continue to thank all of you for tuning in tonight. I think this is going to be a great show. And um, Kevin, when you for, when we came up with the idea a few weeks back, um, you know, I, I, what did you think of as far as the chal- the, uh, the the prospect of watching this film and um, and and how that went? I mean, how did you get about getting to that film? Well, I actually had it a while ago, um, and I never got to watch it. I had it in the house, uh, I think, from the library months mm-hmm. ago, and with two kids under the age of two and a half. I could never find the time, but when this episode was going to become a reality, um, I was able to get it. Uh, Amazon Prime has it, Dave, for like four dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after, like you said, forty some some odd years, I was um, finally part of the you know money roll for Francis Ford Coppola. He got my four bucks, or Amazon <laughs> got probably three of it, and he probably got a dollar. But yeah. Which was really cool. I was I still wasn't sure I was going to find a time for three straight hours, but um, I did. I did it on a Sunday, which you know, family day, especially in the Italian lore. So I thought that was a, that was appropriate. Yep. Sunday night with the with the Godfather with the family, just like uh, my old. I'm not Italian, so let's get this out of the way. Ne- neither is Dave. If anyone wasn't was, wasn't mm-hmm. sure, he does have a vowel at the end of his name, though. Um, <laughs> but I. 
my mother's sister married 100% Italian. Um, mm-hmm. And we grew up, we was born in Yonkers and we grew up a little further. But we would go to Sunday dinner in Yonkers all the time. Yeah. So I'm not saying I have sort of any mob connections whatsoever. <laughs> but I do have a little understanding of the of the Italian special family yeah. Sunday. We would go down there and I would help her cook and all that kind of stuff. It was one of my favorite memories of all time. Um, but yeah, I was able to find it two Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. Sat down, watched it from beginning to end. I don't even think I got up to go to the bathroom, to be honest Whoa. with you. Um, yeah. Cool. I think Cody, I, Cody actually, I think, slept the whole time, so I don't even think I got up once uninterrupted. That's incredible. So, that's, how about you? Congratulations on watching the whole thing in one sitting. That's, that's a tremendous job out of you. Um, but now, my path was similar because you told me about the Amazon Prime, and thank you for that because um, it wasn't – I did. you had to rent it, which is fine. $4 is totally worth it for a movie of this caliber. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's just do it. Um, I split it up over two days. And the only reason is just because I was going to do it in one day and then I ran out of time and like, ah, I got to do this other stuff. And then, so I, I just put it on pause and then the next day I finished it. Um, and the point where I left off was a pretty decent point. I think it was, uh, well, we don't want to spoil the movie. We don't want to, we'll get into the movie first, but it was right around the halfway point and we'll explain where that halfway point was. Cause I think, um, I'm told that that's about the spot where people would put an intermission um, and if there was no actual intermission in the theater, then I'm sure people would have done, put it there mentally because it seemed like that was a de facto halfway point for the film. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I saw it over two night, two days, and I'm glad I did it. I really am. I think it was it was worth it was worth doing that because now a lot of references in my life now make sense. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Sure. Did you catch that too? Like, didn't isn't it like interesting that a lot of quotes now make sense to you? Oh well, they, I mean, I always knew they were from the movie because mm-hmm. people quote him like crazy but yeah it's seeing them in the context of the film wasn't was interesting it was sort yeah. of yeah it's hard to explain but yeah it's like something that's been around forever you know yeah. um and then seeing them how they you know, i always knew they were from the movie like i said but it, seeing how they flowed into the story um was interesting and i'm sure we'll have our favorites as we get to it yeah so why don't we take a moment to to break down what the movie is? What is this story? And I, and you do such a good job of recapping like a plot synopsis of a movie because you you know you had the sports documentary show. So I'm gonna give it to you, right. and let's tell the the audience the story of the Godfather. Well, first I was I was curious to if, what your opinion was. Do you think this podcast is going to last longer than the movie? <laughs> That's impossible. There's no way. Okay. This is impossible for because this... it was a really long movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I'm sure, and I guess we can, we're obviously going on the premise that every single person, we're the last two people on earth that have seen this. So (laughs) we're just going to, it's how, you know, so I would call, I mean, I was thinking of the Godfather. It's a good name, but a better name would be how to, how to turn Al Pacino into a complete psychopath in three hours or less (laughs) would have been a better title (laughs) because that seemed to be the, overarching theme of the show of the movie yeah yeah um, but uh, so for a short little synopsis we don't need, we don't need to do a synopsis of the godfather day right that would be yeah ridiculous. yeah you know actually to be honest with you i think that's right because everybody's seen it by now so we can just get into this now so let's yeah. let's do that i think I, I think my my smart little remarks on a synopsis would would be kind of fall flat on the godfather it's not like it's uh i don't even know if it's there's so many i just thought of another i do think you like covered the best theme though because that's ultimately the story, isn't it? It's about... Well, so going in, here's a, here's my first question for you. My okay. first random question right off the bat. 
when you were watching the movie or the the Godfather, the name of the, of the movie, mm-hmm. did you? I always thought that assumed not watching the movie that the Godfather was Marlon Brando in the title of the movie. I know he's the, I know he's the Godfather in the movie, but the name of the movie, you know, was for him. But when it was over, I was like. That's totally with the Godfather was Al Pacino. It's not Marlon Brando. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the the title character is the Godfather. I see what you mean. Towards Al Pacino, not Marlon Brando, because it's how Al Pacino becomes the Godfather. That to me is the number one I, thing I it, from the movie is just the Al Pacino yeah. uh, arc. The and the rest of it, I think, is just. It's stuff, you know. Right. It's, it's all a, you know, a, you know, B, C, D storylines, plotlines, and stuff. But yeah. The movie to me is Al Pacino is the movie. It's yeah. not Marlon Brando. And going in, I've always assumed you know he won the Academy Award for it. It's Marlon Brando. He mm-hmm. did all the, you know, he changed his voice, and everyone always does the impression of him. But to me, the first, the, literally the first, the minute the the credits were rolling, I was like, that was Al Pacino's is the title character, not Marlon Brando. Yeah. So did that surprise you in in how the movie really was about Michael Corleone, the Al Pacino yeah, character? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think the Godfather, you think of the old, you think the old guys, yeah. you know, your view of the mob. You don't, you don't, you don't think of like an up and comer, you know, like yeah, even uh, like when I when I hear Godfather in our present in our well not present day but in my lifetime, I think more of Paul Castellano mm-hmm. than I do John Gotti, John, who they both became the head of the Gambino family. But Paul Castellano, when you hear that I think of him like this older, well-dressed kind of businessman, and John Cotty's more like a thug kind of thing. Yeah. But, so I mean, that's yeah. There are a lot of moving original, parts to this operation. But yeah, there's yeah. so many yeah things that we. I mean, are we? You want to just go like from beginning to end, or um, we can go? Yeah, I mean, just whatever comes to mind, honestly, because there is. All right, just... let's just start. Let's just start at the beginning. Okay. I mean. Obviously, this movie is tremendously hyped. So, so for us watching it, and for people who watched it when it was made, it, you know, obviously it's a totally different experience. Or even people who watched it in the eighties and nineties, when yeah. now everything's been so much written about it. There's like offshoots of it in books and stuff. But I tried, I, and I don't. The best part is I never, I don't really read. I didn't read any of them, so I still watch it relatively fresh. The only thing I'll say is that going into it, being told this is the greatest movie in the history of movies for the 50 years, you kind of look at it a little differently than you would if you went into the theater, a 25 year old in 1972 or whatever. Right, 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 right. So I, I, I always tell a story of, I was in a, I used to go, I used to love going to stand up comedy in, in my twenties. I went down the city and uh, I can't remember who it was, but you know, you know, the, these guys introduced just, you know, next up on the stage, blah, blah, blah. It was an MC, there's only an MC for these shows like at the comedy cellar and all these other places. And he was, and I remember him saying, this next comedian is the funniest guy out there. And I remember thinking back in my chair, holding my, folding my arms like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, let's go, funny guy. And like, the, he bombed. And I, it, was, it was actually someone who became somebody. He was, it wasn't like Patton Oswalt, but it was somebody that was like, a, he's been in a TV, it was somebody like that. Yeah. I remember the whole, all the people around me were like, oh, this is the funniest guy in the world. Let's go, you know, tell us, tell us a joke, funny man. And he's, his material, so you go into these things thinking, okay, this is the greatest movie ever. I've been told this. I've been forced to know. Every time I've looked at a list, AFI, whatever, IMDb, 
Godfather one and two are in the top five, whatever, right. whatever. So they start me off with a 27 minute wedding scene. It was 27 minutes, Dave. I looked down at the end of it. Are you freaking kidding me? Weddings, in case anyone doesn't know out there, weddings suck. Unless you're the people getting married, it's horrible. Nobody wants to go to your stupid fucking wedding. They're, they're, everything is overpriced. People are awkward. It's dumb. It's, it's boring. The music usually sucks. Unless you're the people getting married and it's someone you actually like, the weddings blow. They're the worst things. They're the worst social activity on the planet. Pretending that the bride is a little princess and blah, blah, blah. So the greatest movie of all time spent a half an hour punishing me by watching a, a wedding from 1946 or whatever it was. So that was a really bad way to start. <laughs> the, the, the cut-ins with Marlon Brando and his little room were kind of cool. And you do, and I understand the purpose. I understand Pacino was bringing his his girlfriend there and and explaining it because he's really explaining it to us watching the movie mm -hmm. um so i get the whole setup part but i could have you and i'm not i love the pacino setting us up and i love brando in this in the in his office those parts were great just the background part of it is my point the wedding part is like nails on a chalkboard for me wow so you could have had you could have had him like <laughs> You could have had all Clemenza and all those guys playing poker and and doing the same thing, like, I feel, like, yeah. or even if it was a friggin' family reunion, I would have liked it better. That's and so interesting. The Pacino, Diane Keaton part was great. <laughs> I loved seeing out, honestly, I know, I know people are gonna, they, they're expecting me to just go totally, like, blow this thing up with bazooka, but Al Pacino, when he walked in with the army, with the army shirt, with the army jacket, with, with Diane Keaton, I was like, I sat up on my, I was like, okay, this is like, I was watching the wedding stuff and Tyler Shire running around like a lunatic, but, and even the Brando stuff, I'm like, oh, but then Al Pacino comes in and I'm like, okay, here's just like some kind of equalizer. And then he starts, and he's going to tell me, and I watched as he told me all these things about the family. Right. That part was brilliant. I love that part of the first half hour, but the, the dance, the, the other stuff and the, I, it was pretty I thought it was pretty cheesy um, so and Brando with the cat in the beginning it was a little like I was like what, what is this him back and it's like mansion in Hollywood like did he bring this cat what was the deal with the cat oh um, the little the little skinny old cat too the the first guy who's yeah. talking to him about uh, the the undertaker I wasn't really sure what, what that was going I didn't wasn't the, that was the first person you see which was a, a weird choice i guess and then i don't under i'll get into this i guess we'll get into this more we can get into brando we can do we can do him we can do him next i guess because I you gotta see the chat right now this is they are flying right oh, well. <laughs> they do not um, agree with your statement at all okay well well I, you know what and maybe they've gone to really cool weddings i don't know but um I love. All right, so I'm gonna. St I'll, I'll I'll let you take that over. Okay, but I'll, I'll take I'll, it from so there. So far, so far, I'm in, in the first half hour. I'm like, okay, if I if Al Pacino didn't show up, I, I wasn't the movie. It was I was I, turning the movie. I will off. say that he that wasn't that was crucial for that succeeding. That he his setup, 
his being introduced, coming out of the war, being celebrated as a war hero, being a ju- you know being a just an all around all American good guy, basically a good good, you know, um, basically a, a celebrated patriot in a lot of ways, does make that all work. I do think I'm not as down on it as you are. Uh, and let me just read the chat. So first of all, Vitrez says best 27 minutes in movie history. And Sharon, a.k.a. Goober USA, says the wedding scene sets up the entire movie. And Richard well, no says, shit, it sets can't. up the entire movie. It's in the beginning. If it didn't, wouldn't set up the entire movie, it was at the end, moron. Come on. <laughs> Chris and Santoro boo this guy out of the house. And then Parcel's junkie on an island with his wedding take. And then, uh, let's see, Mortzi's. What about Clemenza guzzling the wine? Oh, you know. Oh, and- so... Okay, we do, well, we do want. Well, we have so many things. Clemenza, by the way, I think is odds on to be my favorite person in this entire movie. But we go on. Go, sorry. All right. So, um, so a couple of interesting notes about the cat. Okay, so that that's really interesting. Vitred says the cat wasn't part of the script. Wandered in. The cat was a stray, and Marlon Brando picked it up and went for it. And and I thought it was a nice touch. That is correct. I, I did read in a, you know, be- facts, fun facts about The Godfather that it's a stray cat. It wasn't even like they didn't get the cat. They didn't hire the cat. Just kind of wandering around the set. And then they picked it up. And all of a sudden, just another like little moment of brilliance that was completely unintentional. So that, that was sounds like a load of crap to me. You don't. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> um. <laughs> things like Brand, Brand, Brando is this guy who, who like is the legend is larger than the actual like he's sort of like um, I don't even know who now we would compare him to in music or something but he, these he's, these stories get told about Brando constantly and like like maybe like Jackie Gleason I don't know but yeah. they're just anyway big shot right so go ahead, Dave. So uh, Derek, who I Derek says worried for Vtred. Has anyone ever stroked out during a vidcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, if anyone would, it would be the one with uh, the reconstructed heart, probably. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the one over here. We're gonna have to be on close watch here. Um, um, and, and then Goober USA, in Junkie's opinion, Johnny Dangerously wait. is a better mob movie than The Godfather. I've never seen that movie, but <laughs> I do have two movies that are better than The Godfather. And, um, who is what does he just say goober are you calling someone a goober yeah that's his name that's sharon's name on on, on youtube it's goober usa oh, um, it's pretty funny oh, sharon I, that guy is awesome i haven't heard i mean obviously i'm not but yeah that's great yeah that's prob- awesome it's good to hear from you, all you guys yeah, tonight say, yeah hi to him yeah hello he, yeah wow that's that's a good uh blast from the past <laughs> and toro says junk man that chase seed in french connection was like watching children being slaughtered <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually pretty good and then Parcells, this is going to be that's, an eight-hour podcast. Best ones in a while. <laughs> that I was, mean, that was you. That was um, Chris. You said that. Yeah, it was about? Chris Santoro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That is pretty funny. Oh, and that's something. I, that's something. I, I, wait, is he quoting that's me? Like I would say. Yeah, that? that's the thing. That, that's what you would oh, say about the French connection yeah. to Casey. <laughs> I feel like I've actually said that before. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <sighs> That kid is good, man. He's got he's he, he's he's in my brain somewhere. He knows. Yeah, no, he is. We're he really. Um, he, I'm looking forward to getting him back on the show too. So Toro, you're on deck. We'll get you back for sure. Um, pretty soon. So what did you think of the uh, idea of all these like favors being asked of of the Godfather during well, I mean, his daughter's wedding? I think that's why that's why they're that's why he's called the Godfather. 
I mean, that's where a lot of that comes from, right? And the idea is that it's family. There's respect. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on there. I mean, I, I think that's sort of the purpose of the wedding scene. And I, I think my criticism is that it was too long, but I don't think it was like if it was like 15 minutes, I'd have been fine with it. I think you felt would have felt like 15 would have been too long too. But even at that, I, I did think that it does set the mood for the film. It kind of gets you to know who this guy is, where he comes from how he's connected and he's very connected you can see that they got some really famous like singer to who's in the it, oh don't start oh no Johnny Fontaine the the part I really the, and I did really like <laughs> the idea or I guess the choices you talk about like directors and, and, and stuff I know I got that gave the wedding a hard time but like I said, the Pacino stuff, the stuff in, in Brando's office or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that they did not open up this great big mob movie with just like slaughtering everywhere. Right, just, right. Like, killing a bunch of people. Right. Or, um, I generally get to, they get to that pretty quickly, but it does it does um, set me up as a viewer going like, oh, this is like a deeper movie. This is, there's more of a story here. This isn't like a Fast and Furious for the for the the mob you know oh it's a very it's antithesis of that yeah whacked left and right yeah. right off the bat you know you you see a bunch you, you kind of you find out who everybody is which i really think is was the purpose right you find yeah. out that's that exactly exactly the brother who the brothers are who this uh robert duvall why is he he's an irish guy basically why is he so close to the godfather and then you kind of you see the sister and the the wife so you Getting to know who everyone is, I just kind of think they could have done it a little quicker. Ah, uh, okay. That's all. And I'm not a, like, I'm, I know they're probably going to destroy me, but I'm not a little kid. I've watched long documentaries. I watched friggin' The Deer Hunter, like everybody else, is mm -hmm. three hours. I've not, like, I have no attention span like some of the younger kids. <laughs> I can deal with length. <laughs> Trust me. I hear oh, you. Kev, you got to read these comments. Read 800 page. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure they're. <laughs> This is like the old days when you used to send me the the, the blog talk thing, like the transcript later, yeah. and I would spend the, an hour reading it and pissing in my pants because oh my goodness, that part of that be, it, it became two shows. Yeah, it was our show, and then there was the show going on in the chat room, which is nice to actually see that. That's the Santoro. That you know, I'm I'm with you. I just I had to get this out because this is just hysterical. So Santoro says junk man. Apollonia. I mean, couldn't we have gotten a prettier actress? Okay. Now, <laughs> if you, he's going to, he, if he wants to jump, I'm fine with the jumping all around because <laughs> um, that's more than my brain works too. And no, he, he did not get my quote correctly for that one because that woman was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I was like, because um, I, and, and rightly so because. <laughs> Pacino has to go, you know, gets exiled to Italy and was going to get married anyway. So to, or whatever he, Diane Keaton was his, was his thing. So to give up the, give up your uh, hope or whatever your, your American wife, the woman better be gorgeous. And that woman was one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Before the nude scene, like that, that I didn't even need that. That was kind of, yeah. Not gratuitous. It wasn't that bad. It was, but oh my god, when she walked on the camera, I was like, "Where the hell did they find this woman?" Yeah, I got a new. So yeah, that one. I mean, I could just to totally like guns blazing and 
give everybody what they want and, and rip the whole movie apart. Which oh, is not no. Because there's so many good things. Yeah. And she was... I know you can't, she can't speak English, but yeah. whatever. I don't know, that doesn't matter. She barely talked at all, actually, So which it's is interesting. But So at the end of this wedding, moving our, our quick... Or not so quick, <laughs> a.k.a. Godfather recap along, this Johnny Fontaine guy, that was... I mean, oh, my God, Dave. What That guy was... What, what was the point of him? He was... He was pretty. It was that was kind of dumb. Mm. Um, I didn't really see the purpose of him. I thought it was kind of like a New York mob movie, and then they're bringing out like this Vegas, California guy. I do think it's relevant though, because it kind of gives you a little bit of an allegory. Uh, an alleg- uh, I think that's the word. Um, but it kind of gives you an allegory to what the Frank Sinatra connection in the mob was, or presumably the connection in the mob was. Yeah. There's a little bit of that, because at the same time, too, like, it's about 1945 when this is going down, so it's a very similar parallel. And I think they were trying to do that just to add some authenticity to the story. So, <laughs> these comments are insane right now. Uh, I do want to make... V-Tread says Al Martino, Johnny Fontaine. It's the guy who played him. Good friend of V-Tread's dad. Good stuff. That's good stuff. Granted, Junkie's not a fan of his, so maybe not good stuff for him. But oh, I love this. I'm, I'm, the, I'm sure the guy is awesome. I'm just like, yeah. I'm talking about the character in the movie. Zorro, <laughs> Junkman, Johnny Fontaine, based on Frank Sinatra, a guy who was totally overrated. Speaking of Sinatra, that is bang bingo, one hundred percent. Uh oh, Chris nailed it. Uh oh, Sinatra couldn't write his way out of a paper bag. Come on. Yeah, but that's not a that's not a good evaluation. I mean, it's a great a lot evaluation. of a lot of guys don't write their own music. I mean, Barry Manilow stinks yeah, at writing all trash. <laughs> wow, no love. Anyway, other no than, and then this from this no from love Sh- for Sinatra, no love for Johnny Fontaine. Wow, no love for Jackie. Not I mean, having I, it. I, I can go all the way, and not and, you know, this is seriously going to be not really a fan of Elvis. Really, I mean, no, right, no, right, you know, get at come it. Come on. Kev, what are you? What I like are we, song, I li- Kevin, I, I, I like I like someone with some talent, not just wiggling around and a good voice. A good voice is fine, but you know, guy, you know, come on, singing is talent. Write me a song. Write singing me a song. is talent. And sure it is. He can move. So driving. Oh no, you're not gonna win that one. You're not gonna win that one. There's a reason why he was called the king of rock and roll. Uh, uh, you're not gonna win that one. I'm fortunate, dude. The king of rock and roll. He was the king of swiping rock and roll from like. Let's go. Who, Correct. Chuck Berry. No, I did. I, 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 I understand. No, I'm not. Even, you can even say like, I, I don't want to go that far. <laughs> like Turner, but. I mean. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Anyway, let's keep going. We're, this is this really will yeah. be an eight-hour show if we don't if we don't move this That's along. That's true. Okay, so <laughs> Goober USA says Junkie's favorite character is going to be Fredo. Fredo. No, my God, well, that guy. Another right, that guy was Johnny annoying. Fontaine was, uh, I was Fredo I, was useless. I, I had except for to the fact that. that they were like, yeah. they maybe they wanted to shed the light for like for <laughs> special needs children back in the seventies too. Well, it's not just a thing now. Um, maybe they wanted to do that, but so they Dave they go from. And the bit, not the big. That's not the biggest complaint of this movie. Three hours, because like I said, you can. But there are where it didn't have to be three hours. We can get to good stuff too. I promise. But they go from the twenty-seven minute wedding scene to California. So I'm like, whoa, all right. So I guess this is more setup stuff. Which the coolest part of the California thing to me was seeing the mansion from Fletch, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. 
You wait a second. I'm not saying Fletch. The chat is, on the is same not going to have that either. You're gonna, now you're calling it the mansion from Fletch. It was, yeah, it was. It was Alan Stanwyck's mansion from Fletch. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. It's, you can see it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I'm not saying it's incorrect. I'm just saying like you recognize it more from Fletch than it. It's more kind of, It resonates more with Fletch to you than it does from The Godfather. I just think that's funny. Yeah, absolutely. Because that that was another the California thing could have been could have been clipped out. We could be we we could be. Wait, it's no, like you could it like, could not. Wait, well, get me back on screen. You could not clip that out. No way. No way. <laughs> because the horse scene is iconic. You can't clip that just out. because it's a good scene. It was an I don't awesome scene. It anything. It doesn't that, contribute that's anything That's unbelievable. To the movie. I no, no. I'm not I'm not letting that one stand. I no. It was an ultimate act of revenge and really showed the muscle that the uh, Corleone family could have proven to even move the Hollywood industry to this mediocre guy that you don't like, which is fair because he's he was <laughs> There was some washed up kind of pop singer that yeah. wanted to get into another movie, right? That stuff to me is also Vitred's right. See, Vitred nails it exactly. He says he says the California scene shows the Corleone influence, which is especially in 1945, being able to influence something that far away. I mean, that's insane, and that's kind of the idea that they could be that powerful. But they don't even seem to be at the the most powerful mob family, (laughs) right? I mean, I, that part I was trying to, I was trying to, I mean, maybe the guys on the, on the, on the check and tell me a little more about like, cause they, I know they talk about the, uh, mention the five families. All I mean, the time. they're, they're actually working with the five families. I mean, that's, that seems like power to me. Like, they, right. So of, how come they're, are they're not one of them? Like, is that just, that was just a, a choice? I, I think it's just like the five families and them. It's like they, okay. they were like the unofficial sixth fan. That's a good question. Actually, I don't actually know the scenario. I was trying to figure out where their place was in, if these guys know, like, if where their place was in like the hierarchy because they always mention that the yeah the five families we know all that the commission and yep all that stuff that came later um and then so i, didn't I can't know believe you wanted was... that horse scene cut out I, that just blows my mind that junkie I, I thought you were better than that i just can't get over that i, I didn't see the, the, per, the need for that um wow they could have easily shown their influence in another way like more <laughs> re- i don't know a little more relevant <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just looking at some of these comments. Like, so, so Toro says this guy should just light the Italian. This guy should just light the Italian flag on fire. I but <laughs> all right. I feel like the movie was good. <laughs> I okay. It was really good. I'm telling you, this, it's, the main problem is it comes from the fact that it's supposed to be. It was be built up. To, it's like the what's the, what the hell is the one with? Um, it's like it's a Wonderful Life. Same kind of thing. I've been told forever that's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Blah 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 blah. I waited, never watched it. We went with my wife. We, they showed it in some old theater here. Not really a fan. And part of it, I think, is because it just you get banged over the head over and over again. And this is the greatest thing ever. So you sit back and fold your arms, and you're like, "All right, well, prove it to me." And you notice, I think, more of the flaws. Everything is flawed. Like any of these movies that I mention, I think we're going to get to the point where I, if they're movies that I like more, I think are better. They're just going to get ripped apart, obviously. <laughs> All these movies are have flaws in it. Um, but if you want to be, you know, the best movie that's ever been made, <laughs> I think you should be held up to a little more scrutiny. That's all. So I'm sticking to my guns here. All right. Now we get through the wedding and the horse thing, and the movie can really start. Because <laughs> I really don't think... 
when you were you, and then so we just get through the massacre thing and then the, the, then the movie can start here's the yeah. point about the horse thing right i get that you want to show the influence but now you've taken all of us away from pacino and and brando and james khan and like robert duvall i know he he they show him a little acting in in his like the conciliary mode but you kind of i'm still waiting for it to start i guess and they take this detour which i think maybe could have been done in a different part of the movie I, it was just i don't know you're asking me for a breakdown and i'm giving it you one i'm not you know, i hear so, i hear it so now we're back in new york and the movie starts to to really roll i think um and my um so yeah so we're we're back into um geez I'm, I'm, now i'm getting all sidetracked so i'm imagining what these clowns are just <laughs> I'm just I'm done it's over with this is the last time I'll ever appear on your show um, so, what did, did you I was we're not even getting uh, random questions we're just getting random beatdowns which is probably I'm going to simulcast uh, this on Twitch this is so good <laughs> oh my god it's funny anyway keep going I'm sorry um yeah, no. So, so here's a random thought: How the hell did the mob, the actual mob, not the not the fake fantasy mob from Hollywood, but the actual mob, allow this movie to be made? Hmm. Um, it seems to me like watching this going, yeah. But when it was when it was made, like now it's a you know everybody makes mob movies, right? When they were at the height, you know, I mean, before you know mid '80s, then these things started to really get cracked down and everything. Right the early 70s when they were rolling and they had their hands and everything i would have thought that no way in hell they would have allowed this to be made because i mean they talk about the five families they talk about all this different all this different stuff they've got going on you know you know that you know i mean it's from the book but I don't, book. So I don't know yeah, how I accurate say. how accurate that book was if the guy has had family in the mario puzo had family in the mob or whatever but i was as they start getting into that kind of stuff and the slots, so and all these people are brought into it, my, I was like, "How did they not just walk onto a set and say with a baseball bat or something and say, no, sorry, hit the bricks. This isn't. This is not happening." Because you say, like you say in the movie, they show their influence. They show they go to California and they cut a head, horse's head off and they put it in some old guy's pants, so that maybe so art didn't imitate life there because if I was the godfather of one of these five families in 1970 i'd have been like sorry not not happening wow so that's just another thought i had you can <laughs> it is an interesting question one, um i and and i don't know i mean i'm sure they had some influence and in, in vtred cites some of this uh, vtred writes mob the mob made them take the word mafia out of the script which interesting it is interesting yeah it is interesting so they so they actually did have some some literal influence. Yeah, I mean you should you had to think there was some amount. I got to think so. Yeah, sounds like it was. Yeah, for sure. And Parcel says Hawks Bucks game five is at halftime. Game six will be finished before this program. Yeah, we well we're, we're, we've made it. Um, we created the forty five minute mark. I think of the movie at this point. Um, let's see. Uh, mob. Right, so you. you oh, wow! Really? 
Vitret says the mob threatened to shut down New York City filming if they didn't change the script to take. See, the- I believe that. Yeah, I, I believe see. That. I'm that. That's that's the kind of backstory I like. Not the stupid yeah. cat wandered onto out of Brando's trailer and hopped into the. <laughs> uh, Toro, the, that that stuff is cool. Oh, that's so funny. Toro with a great question. <laughs> Did you purposely wear that shirt to match the curtain on your door, junkie? Huh? Yeah, look at your Uh-oh. curtain. Your shirt is exactly the same color. <laughs> I didn't realize. It's pretty that, good, no. yeah. <laughs> um, no, okay. uh, no, I didn't. I don't okay. purposely wear do anything as far as clothes. I think this is one of the three shirts I had that was clean. Oh, okay. That's pretty funny. Uh, Derek says Junkman jacking for a sequel to Leonard Part Six. Now that Cosby's out of prison, funny. Never saw that one either. I've never actually seen that movie either. Yeah, so I have no. All right, so we're already, we're rolling. It's almost ten o'clock now. We haven't even gotten to the probably what the greatest scene of the entire movie is. What, it when, what, what would you say is the best scene of the entire movie? Ooh, ooh. I if I mean I I don't know. You can say know. like a couple like I, I mean okay I'll do a couple okay. I mean okay. Well, obviously the the original the uh, the takedown of uh, the commissioner and. Um, the other guy, and I'm sorry, damn it, I forgot the name, but... Some other guy? The other guy. Now I'm going to be in trouble because I forgot his name. But I know the you know, the, the guy, the Tatalia guy, I think, or whoever. But they got him in the Italian restaurant. I mean, right. that's so obviously the, a huge part of the movie because it just basically is like the turning point to when Michael Corleone goes from just being a guy to being in the thing, being in the scene. That was the turning point. And okay, when he actually I, did I, it, because he could have chickened out. It looked like he was going to for a out. minute there. What was that? He, yeah, you're right. Because they told him, like, when you come out, just come out shooting. But he actually sat down with it in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, you were, so they, that was that was, that was was one of the more dramatic, I don't know what. Oh, Salazar. Thank you. Thank you. Of, 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 any, of any movie I've ever seen. Like, the not, the not the part. The part from when he gets in the car and he's like, we're going to Jersey. And then they flip around on the bridge and then they go to to Brooklyn and and then that was some of the more some of the most intense yeah movie scenes I've ever that was because you knew you could feel it right you could feel it coming and then you're just like oh oh my gosh it's coming it's coming it's coming and then and they gave you that one little thing like you just said that you're doubting that he's going to do it yeah so you're like holy cow and then now I have a question this is not I feel like I'm just waiting to pile on this is maybe a question for the people who know the background of the filmmaking. Why did during the most unbelievable scene, probably one of the five most unbelievable scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Why for half of it, was it in Italian without any subtitles? Well, I mean, I think I, it's just to illustrate that maybe he was trying, he maybe to give you the idea that Salazzo was in on it. And by the way, Beatrice is Salazzo McCluskey, which which is thank you for that. I, right, Sterling Hayden, which yeah, yeah. Was, um, McCluskey definitely a six a.m. hour near caller says Mortsies. That's pretty funny. I just was, I just was. Um, <laughs> Quickies checking in. I was I just, quicks. I was just like on the edge of my seat, and then I couldn't <laughs> understand what they were saying. I mean, I get that it was the it was the gravity of the moment. It was yeah, it's kind of like they but I kind of would have liked to know what they were saying as just a someone watching the movie. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't, but no Italian. I, I don't. 
and and there are other parts in the movie where they speak Italian and they give you subtitles. So what yeah, the hell? Yeah, but, but the thing about that is, is because the moment is building, I I think I think I kind of liked it because it kind of gave you the tensity of what, what's going on, what's happening, what's happening. There's like a lot of uncertainty in that moment. So I actually I actually agreed with that decision. But I would it's like true. To, and yeah. I and I'm not just ter- like the reason and I thought about it a lot. I didn't just watch the movie and say, how am I going to piss everybody off? I really thought about this all, all, <laughs> all, a lot of time. And because of the what you said, how he hesitated. Right. So he comes out and he doesn't just come out guns blazing. So he ha- he's, uh, has all this lead up and he hesitates. And I feel like maybe that was because of something they said to each other. You know what I mean? So I think I feel like I was I sort of missed out I, the drama was still there but i was kind of like i love the you know i just <laughs> felt like i would have i don't know there was something there now maybe someone has probably translated yeah um that what they said which is fine but um all right i'm not saying it was a poor choice i'm just saying i would have liked to know what they said to each other i dig That's that all. so let's catch up on comments uh first of all and- quickies Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, and then they go to Italy, obviously, which I have some questions about. Uh, I'm not saying forget it. I'll just say it. But I'm, go ahead. Okay, you can catch up. So Quick ahead. says there is outrageous, and then there's this show. Um, I don't know if yeah. you're gonna make it if you get back on the board, Kev. I, I, it might be you might get shot down the way Sunny did in the at the Turnpike. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you will be ambushed with machine guns and everything. <laughs> Oh, that was oh my oh wow. Well. Um, who right, we we're now at the halfway point of the movie, right? So we yeah, can take a little yeah, break. Correct. I can ask who. I don't know. Did you? Who did you feel? I don't know. What did you go? You go. There's a random questions or what? I mean, you're. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, know. I can keep I going. I gotta talk. I, mean, I, I gotta talk and, and finish the YouTube. movie. And, right. and then we and I can keep. It's going just too much juice. Like, I'm just soaking it in. I'm just soaking right. in on the juice. Like I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. So we're going. We, here, here's another filming question. That okay. I have. Okay. Like a uh, not not characters because I like I said in the beginning, Al Pacino is freaking phenomenal. It's probably one of like the ten best I've ever seen of someone in a movie. But why does he seem to have a black eye for like months? Mm-hmm. He goes to Italy and is, I understand your jaw is broken. That's going to take longer, but he's got a, the longest black eye in the history of the world. He got punched by the guy way before the dinner. Well, the night, the day before, whatever the dinner meeting. Mm-hmm. And then like months later, he's in Italy. He still has a black eye. thought that was a little weird, but maybe that's just nitpicking. Just thinking it's a little odd that the man had a black eye for so long. That's a fair Getting, question. Go ahead. But the Italy stuff was phenomenal. Yeah. That to me, I was like, they could have done the whole movie like that, like the the old guy, and he has the his the the people who are not with his body, his bodyguards maybe or what, but yeah, um, that was like old school mob stuff. Like you can, I didn't even know, um, I wasn't hundred percent sure what year the movie was supposed to be. You know, they made the, the whoever did this the cinematography stuff, like it, how they made it, it. They shot it to make it even look old, which yeah. was so cool. Like, yeah. like an old movie. They did do a really good job of that. That's a good catch. Yeah, I noticed that too. It was it was yeah. so it was kind of like yellowish. Yeah. Like they made like and I know we, we know movies from the early 70s the, the camera it wasn't like that. Like mm-hmm. you they had to do that. Yeah. Um so that was really cool. And then 
the Italy stuff, meeting the girl and, and like kind of going to the family and having them, uh, like kind of approve him first. And then they would go on like walks and like really innocent kind of things. That was beautiful. Yeah. That, to me, that awesome. was, that was so cool. And, um, even more than his father, um, being shot up because his father doesn't, you know, doesn't die right, you know, right away was them murdering his wife, which I think really set. Okay. Him off so let me like take back. over on this one. So that had to be the biggest, what the fuck moment of the movie for me. It was like, what the fuck? Like, like how did that happen? Like, it's like, that just came out of nowhere. I'm like, what the, what was that all about? Did you catch, like, why was Apollonia just suddenly singled out like that? And she literally did nothing other than, well, I, to me, it, it, it wasn't meant for her. She I had know, just learned I to know. drive. I trying to, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. they were supposed to kill him. It wasn't, uh, she was just, would have been collateral damage. He was the target, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you mean they were trying to get him? Yeah, I mean, to me, maybe the every guy's in the I thought they were trying to prove a point with that car, that bombing. Cause that oh, is, I know. I thought they were going after him. And he oh, just you actually thought the, that they were actually targeting the, him specifically. He was being a gentleman carrying the luggage or whatever. And wow. She was all excited because she just learned to drive. So she right. hopped in first. That's what I took. Oh. They were going after him. And she so it's just a little became. bit like Casino. See, you, it's what's really great about this movie is that all these other movies now have ties to them. Like, if you remember Casino, and hilariously enough, Robert De Niro, right? And they, he comes out of the Tony Romas and he's going in the car and then they, they try to, they try to blow yeah. him up. And it's like, that totally comes from this movie, doesn't it? Like it well, totally no, comes from then, Well, no, that came from real life. That was, that's a real story. That is a real that's story. Like You're right. Rothstein, but they really did try to bomb him like that. That is true. That is true. But then the, they were talking about how the plate in the bottom of the car, because of the way saved they manufactured it, saved his life. Yeah. It's so weird. But, but anyway, getting back to the Godfather. Yeah. That was a, so you thought that that was a, that was supposed to be a hit on, on Michael. And it, yeah, it that's just, what I took from it, dude. That was fucked up, though. She literally had nothing. There, she was completely innocent in that scenario, and I was just like, "Damn, that was." Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. I mean, this, but that is, we don't have to go on. I'm not going to go on a tangent. I w- I've been trying to not do that, like go on the mob tangent. But that happened. That's that's the life that they're in. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of innocent people get hurt. Um, they're, you know. I love all of my Italian friends and all of my Italian relatives, but mobsters are dirtbags. They're criminals. Yeah. They're killers. Yeah. Um, so let's we can get on that to that part. But um, and a lot of innocent people get hurt. Um, so yeah, we come back now, right, Dave? So we're coming back from Italy, and you know what we came back to, Dave? Another fucking wedding. <laughs> I mean, Coppola, seriously. It's like 45 minutes of weddings in this movie. <laughs> this guy's a masochist. <laughs> and there's a baby screaming the entire movie. What? Who was that kid? Oh, yeah, and that's right. That kid should have been, no offense, a but that innocent casualty because, oh, my God, was that annoying. <laughs> but that's kind of the... But that sort of adds the authenticity. This is real life. Like, babies cry in real life in the middle of like, big yeah. events. Yeah. Sort of during phone it calls. A, it is a movie when people are coming after you with like guns and and knives. Babies cry for that. It's hard to hear Brando, who's whispering the whole time <laughs> in the movie for some reason. Yeah, when a baby is crying. So Marlon Brando is shot. We I think we glossed over that part because his yeah, we really did. That was a bad that was a bad job. About son us. is supposed he was, to be watching. <clears throat> so he was gunned down which, in the street trying to get peaches at the grocery at the grocery shop. That was fucked up too, but it wasn't because there's obviously a I lot like going on. I feel like 
you, you need to have a little more muscle with you than Fredo. I mean, what did you expect to happen? Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Take that clown out to be your 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 body man. I mean. Oh yeah, you're good. That's so, a good point too. Yeah, but um, yeah, these are really so, and another thing that comes out in this movie is they're kind of so these criminals outside of Pacino has Pacino's the only one. Well, Duvall too, but the rest of them have no brains whatsoever. They're really dumb criminals. They do a lot of stupid. Sunny things. in particular it is extremely stupid, killed. right? Like it's just they act on instincts and emotion. And Sunny was, I'm kind of actually, you know, to be honest, when Sunny got gunned down like that, I was actually happy because I was like, that guy's a, just a stupid douche. I was so happy. It's <laughs> <laughs> done. So James, done James with Khan, him. Um, I feel we could go into some of the performances maybe right now because yeah. we're at. Um, as I've we've spent, I mean, I don't know if you uh, speak. I don't want to speak for you, but Pacino to me is the hands down, not even close to star. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's on another. He's on another planet to me than everybody else. Duvall is really good. I feel like those were the two standouts. Wait, 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 wait! Not Brando's not a standout to you. No, Brando no? and and James Con to me were like cartoonish wow. to wow. me in this movie. Wow, yeah, Kev. Have. Brando seems like the, the the voice and the stuff in his face. No, no, he does that. That was like, but, I don't know. But see, that's the you, triumph. You just told that you just told me they were supposed to be showing with the kid crying and a little more like yeah. real life and stuff. Yeah. So that's a little contradictory. But isn't there. that I, the triumph that he can be so intimidating without much more than a whisper in his voice? Uh, You're not buying I guess. it. Oh, I don't know. I guess. Chat, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Let's hear your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> quickies. Anyone notice that the mob died out when <laughs> when two watt sports talk radio was invented? Or oh, two way sports talk radio was invented. That's funny. It's true. That is true. Yeah. Someone called nine one one for CMV tread. Like V tread. Yeah. Poor V tread. Poor V tread right now. Uh, and Tarek, Sonny was about to call Richard Neer to say that if George was still alive, that he would have been, he would have fired Boone weeks ago. That's awesome. <laughs> Can't read the, the bottom comment. Um. <laughs> V-Tread wife reporting that V-Tread died. It's only a matter of time. I, I, my condolences, Mrs. V-Tread. All. We, we none of us are, are the most um, healthy slash adjusted <laughs> slash normal humans that were on that board for all those years. We're all gonna go, and it's not gonna be pretty uh, when it happens. Man. I mean, I already tried to get me once. <laughs> it was ugly. It was really ugly. It was uglier than J- J- Jimmy Khan getting his beaten or shot to hell. That was relentless. Yeah. Okay, dude. The Talia Shire for a second. Yeah. Connie, yeah. Connie. Now, I'm to, I'm to understand she is the sister of Francis Ford Coppola, right? Okay, I'm going to defer to the chat on that. Yeah, they would know. Okay, the board. I feel like they could have gotten a better actress for that one. Oh, no. Not again. I, Are you serious? <laughs> she was unbelievable. She I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. And you can understand why like, she ended up in Rocky, because like, she was just... She was just really bringing you pure raw she was emotion. A punching bag. No, well, <laughs> actually, that's pretty that was funny. a joke. That's pretty funny. That was, that's actually pretty that funny. Actually, that was funny. a pretty good one. That was pretty that good. Wasn't even, that was actually, that's not even. That's not even my material. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. That's pretty funny. But no, but in all seriousness, like she was incredible. Like it, 
you know, the helplessness of that situation, right? Like he's stuck in, she's stuck in such a horrible relationship and yet he doesn't How does want... that guy get away with any of that? I know, I know. The first, I, I, I don't, don't know. That's a great question. I, mean, I know that there's a whole like women. He's just a horrible. Back, if, if, yeah. if we're imagining to the fifties and whatever, yeah. that the women have their place and stuff, but I don't understand, I don't understand how, how that happened. James Kahn is the brother, older brother and doesn't slice that guy's throat in the the first if 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 someone looked at my if i was a mobster if i was the like the the son of of the godfather yeah and somebody looked at my sister the wrong way and i had a like a temper like james Conn. yeah i mean so that guy getting away that guy being in the movie as long as he was is, is a is a testament to I, I, I actually I mean, did legit think that he was gonna die right there like I thought it was going to be like be, yeah, like Goodfellas, like good he would have just been beat and, yeah. to death, and then in in the street he would have been lying there. Right. Oh yeah, Ray Liotta, the guy just yeah. And that 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 that's a good one. Like yeah. he he has it's his girlfriend. It's not even his sister. Yeah. Or and uh, she gets roughed up by the na- neighbor, and he pistol whips the guy to a, into a coma. Yeah. Um. So, um. We're getting there. I mean, we're getting there, and I'm, I'm not. I haven't made any friends tonight. I guess um, <laughs> I have lost. Wait a few. till the, you know it's. And then if people start finding this on YouTube and like with like analytics and stuff, oh my gosh, Kev, it's gonna be it's gonna be very so, interesting. The real and then the, I love the part, and I love the last you know third when yeah. Pacino just t- starts to take over and he's thinking right, right. Two, two steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah, um, you know, kind of. He goes. He does the Vegas thing to kind of make it. Everybody think they're going that way. He's got since his brother out there, but he's really got his eyes on. On you know, kind of, you know, what they say, going to the mattresses and taking out and and, and taking revenge for his, his father. Um, mm-hmm. I, that that part was so awesome. Um, it was really well. It was that was to me the most well written, the well most well acted, the most well just. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I don't want to sour the, the the Vegas thing was like I got I got it I don't think they needed to go to Vegas they could have just said they could have just mentioned it but I you know I guess they wanted to give John Cazale or Cazale I don't know Prince's name something to do so they to, not not like in the movie not being a wise ass I mean like his character mm-hmm. needed something needed a purpose why why was he in the movie um so I don't and I don't know how he was portrayed in the book or, or anything but yeah. um but that last third was. It was awesome, and then and then it's it's Pacino, it's in Duval to an extent, but Pacino, I keep going on, going on, on, on about it. Um, is this to me? Is this he is the movie? Like he is, he is the Godfather to me. He is. Yeah. Um, well, Diane Keaton shows up. Diane, Diane Keaton shows yeah, up again. Yeah, Kay like, Adams as that Diane I'm, Keaton as Kay Adams, right? Yep. I don't know if this will be the first time that Mitch Hedberg comes in into play in a Godfather podcast but my first th- sign was what are you doing back Diane Keaton read the sign punk <laughs> like what are you doing oh uh, you mean moved, like later in the movie yeah I, I did not that, that's something I will be with you on like I don't think she needed to come back the rest of the movie honestly I don't think there was any reason for her to be in the rest of the movie like I think she kind of I thought I did I was honestly surprised there too I'm like oh she must have left him by now no yeah. she's still around yeah. I mean so yeah um yeah, well, do you, I, where where do you got? What do you where do you want to go from here? I mean, well, we we pretty much covered. Are there any? I guess are there any questions or? Yeah, let's do that. Keep going. <laughs> so two comments from V Tread first. 
Jeez, can we do Pee Wee's Big Adventure next? That was a solid movie. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, and then V-Tread, Junkie wanted this to be a 20-minute short on HBO Max. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> say a 20-minute short. <laughs> um, but I, I, I've never seen, I do, the, I, I've never I seen can, the board kill I you can, like this before. This I has been precedented. have gotten that movie to 220, and, yeah. and, and, and it would have been just fine. <laughs> No, well, I think we did touch on that a little bit. Uh, Quickie's saying, you can't just yada yada the baptism scene. No, I think we got into it a little bit. Maybe we can get into it a little more. Because that build up to the killing off all the heads of the of the five families. And then That's what we Mo just Green. sort of talked about. I mean, I we didn't get into this, yeah. We, we just didn't, we just that weren't last, specific yeah. enough. Yeah. I guess, yeah, we did, yeah, I did. He's right, I did yada yada over that whole, <laughs> him taking him in a, in a church, you know, yeah. very sacred place. Yeah, so you see the, the, uh, the, um, the dichotomy of such a holy and blessed event of having a baby baptized in a Catholic church. I think it's Catholic church. Yeah. No, it had to be a Catholic church. It was an Italian thing. Sure. But, but, um, and then all these guys just getting brutally murdered, bloody yeah. everywhere, all over the place, even from coast to coast. Cause Mo Green got involved in there somewhere. I right. mean, it was rough. And then this little baby just getting like water on his head and he started crying. And it's just like, and then hilariously, like after right after that, like it was only like hours after that. It's like Connie's um, husband gets wa- gets offed, and <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, that that gave that gave the I think the audience, or at least for me, the, as this particular audience, some like all right. Yeah, I wanted that guy to die a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> quick. He says they're going to rebuild Columbus statues after this episode. I don't know what that means, but that means that's one of the best comments I've heard. That's probably <laughs> that is. It's like, you don't know what that means. I mean, like every they've like they've they've canceled Christopher Columbus because of the whole. No, I, I know that. Ra- ra- raping, as as you know, well they should, but but I think I didn't understand why they would rebuild it. But I because we I guess we've I don't know. It's but a great we, comment. I just. I'm too stupid to figure out why it's a great comment, but I know it is, but I know it is. Uh, it's all good. Um, now, Goober USA, VTread deserves to rebut this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, I only say it's hilarious because it's just funny that it, right after all of that, like, well, that wasn't enough. Let's just off the husband, too, at the same time. Like, within the day, almost, it seemed like that happened. So, Oh, he had to go, Dave. You can't. Come on. Yeah. He was, that was not, that's not cool. I mean, I wanted to kill him. I wanted to go yeah, back. Yeah, he deserved to die way earlier. Before I was born so, and kill him. I mean, I think the way they did it was awesome. Like that, that, like, that guy. To me, the, with the mob stuff, like yeah. your, your, your hatred to the other families and stuff. Is, yeah. Sometimes they, you just hate them because they're not part of your thing. Yeah. Sometimes they do something and then sometimes they're just, they kind of cut in on your territory. Yeah. That guy was smashing your sister. Yeah. You yeah. have to die. Repeated. I'm sorry. If like you're, more if than you're that, yeah. if you are Michael. Yeah. Uh, because, Sonny, who's sort of a, a, a you know wannabe tough guy, but Michael's a real tough guy. Yeah. It's like you no, he's the one who did it. He's the one who got it done. That guy cannot live. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no way if they get to the end of that movie, if that guy lives, then this show would be way different, even more so. <laughs> this guy, there's no way that guy can go. <laughs> that guy can stay. I mean, sorry. Parcells adds, baptism seems an all time great, but he also adds, Junkman, another crying another baby, another crying child. <laughs> <sighs> uh, oh, so more that, and those are those are all choices that were made 
deliberately. That's true. I understand true. some of them. Some of them. Are, that's true. As we've detailed, perturbed me. But I kind of, I mean, you can't, he has to cry a little bit. I mean, that's how baptisms are. It's like, it's real life. I think it adds to the tension too. <laughs> Babies so I, cry. I get it. Babies cry and <laughs> weddings happen all the time, every day. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's not, but we're, this is three, this is supposed to be the, the greatest three hours in the history of my life of watching a screen and a crying baby take some of the enjoyment away. Speaking of taking the enjoyment of right way, Vitred says, Mets just tied the game with a ninth inning home run, and I'm too stunned by this podcast to be happy. Now that is the best. Now he just beat Chris's comment for the best comment. That was the best one. If we have a cheesy award for best commenters by the end, that one's in the lead. Because him, him not being happy about a, a ninth inning home run. I mean, that's what else you get. Oh, uh, it's so funny. <laughs> Would you be willing to read the next comment from Quickies? I do love that Dave... What the R- retconned, meaning like he retroactively... Retro, retconned, yeah. the omnimate... Ominous. Om- what the hell? Okay, I'll read it. Oh, that's right, I'll read it. I do Dude, love that Dave retconned the ominous nature of the oranges into peaches for his own personal branding. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. right. It was oranges, you're right. I totally I've forgot. Trying- it's totally trying, you just totally outed me. I've been trying to hide my failing vision. <laughs> and I, you just totally outed me, which I guess, you know, is oh, I, mean, no, I, so, I thought that you oh were my, just, I just thought that the word was, was unfamiliar not, was to a, you. No, that was not a joke. No, no, I, I'm, a, come on. Oh, okay. I, uh, I was reading, um, I was reading stories to Cody to, twice. I, I went with, um, and he, he gives me this look like, cause he was reading these stories a hundred times. These kids speaking yeah. of kids. Yeah. He's looking at me like, what are you talking about? And I'm I'm confusing. I'm reading. It's about a mouse. And I kept saying moose. Oh, got it. Got it. Anyway, moving back to the, back to the other, <laughs> back to the other movie. All right. So, Can, carry we're, so we're just getting comments about what a jerk I am. And I'm going to get probably a knock on the door by some of one of V-Tread's uh, half, half a wise guys tomorrow or tonight, <laughs> probably. Um, so if anybody wants to ask me any questions now, it's probably a good time because All right, I don't so think make it through the night. Here's the moment, guys. Uh, oh, we do need to address. Um, this is a key scene, too. So uh, Mortis asks, what about Don Corleone dropping dead in the tomato patch? And yeah, I, I think it's kind of. Got okay, a little... well, let's let's. Yeah, you're right. Let's do some of those like the one that's those let's, kind of scenes. Let's get into that a little bit, because it was a very big moment because, you know, he got shot a bunch of times. What I did not realize is like 10 years had passed between that and then when he died. I didn't realize it was that much time. Like it was because you see on the uh, the tombstone, it says he died in 1955. So that was a 10-year period, which is and like. Pacino still had a black eye when he died. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of surprised at that too. I'm like, damn, was that That was long? good. That was that was really cool. I like the yeah. grand the grandfather, grandkid thing. Yeah. I know. That was a really good scene. Against some yeah. of the real life, everyday stuff. But yeah, yeah. Him putting stuff in his mouth that was i mean so here's here's what i wanted to circle back to because you you mentioned it all of those amazing quotes that you've heard your whole life hearing them in the movie in in the sense the offer that he can't refuse uh take the cannolis you know wartime consigliere all that kind of stuff did you have like a favorite or or when or was it did you have a point where when one of them came up in the movie where you were surprised that that's how it was used oh yeah 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 definitely first I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. I don't think that Don Corleone, Vito Corleone, actually says that. That's the funny thing for me. I think it was said uh, by Michael I, in the beginning in reference to him. He doesn't say it first, but I'm pretty sure he says it. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, he definitely didn't say it first. I just remember <clears throat> speaking they about... They say it a lot, actually. It's been used... It was used a lot in the movie. That's why... It, it was used a lot in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, and then the one where... Uh, I think it was Mo Green who he said, I'd made my bones when you were hanging out with cheerleaders. Like, I was always wondering yeah. where that came from. Like, that's where that came from. I'm like, oh, that guy that's pretty good. And then um, leave the gun, get the cannoli. I was like, oh, okay, so that's where that was. And um, that was great. Yeah, I love that. That was, that was, I mean, and, and as far as like a, the, a mob, you know, mafia movie goes or whatever, that, that was, it was funny. It was, that was might have been the best line of the movie. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. it was so good. It was good. It was good. And, and from what you you sent me some reading material this morning or yep. this afternoon, and from what I read, that was improvised. That wasn't even in the script. Yes, they added that. They added that after the fact. It was an improvisation, improvised line. So I thought that was awesome. So um, one thing about the Dog Godfather that's really key is that they would take moments, they would take mistakes from the movie, as you were seeing in the article. And kind of turned him into brilliant. So the guy acting so shitty in the first scene, you know, the the, the baker guy, whoever it was, remember yeah. in the very first scene of the movie, he just looked he just looked like a he looked like he was completely out of he just he was completely like. Well, they mentioned un- that about the Luca Brasi character because yeah. he wasn't even an actor; he was like a wrestler or something. They just yeah, needed a guy yeah, yeah. who looked like a a bodyguard or something. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. they kept him like because he was so nervous to be in the same room as Brando. Yeah. But they just he just kept it in because. Yeah. Like it worked. And then just to make that just all come together better, they added a scene. They well, they filmed the scene afterward where he's practicing his lines. And I'm like, oh. So they did that scene after, but in the movie okay. it's done before because it just illustrates like how nervous he was. And it yeah. makes it seem like it's he's just nervous because he's seeing the Godfather. Like he doesn't ever see him. So I thought that Which, was really cool. You know, we'll go on the lines of the junkie nitpicks. You don't want your number one hitman to be the nervous guy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Not really a thing you want, I think, in the mob. I don't think uh, Sammy the Bull was a, a nervous guy. Or you don't want the the number one strong man to be scared <laughs> of things, right? That's just my own personal thing. Maybe Vitred, his side of the family, likes to have a yeah little nervousness in their hitman. Yep. Let's catch up with some comments. Anyway, um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, so so. The um, yeah, the, that's good. No, I thought that was great. The Clemenza guy was awesome. Yeah. I thought the I thought the side characters it was sort of hit or miss. They were either awesome or they were mm-hmm. really kind of yeah throwaways. He was he was phenomenal. The guy who played Slotso was phenomenal. Um, yeah, there was some really good secondary characters. Um, so and I don't know enough about all of their backgrounds. A lot of them are older, so they're probably you know movies that we haven't we don't even know about from yeah. that they that they made their bones in. But uh, I don't think so. We so you you touched on yeah, the Sonny dying, the the Marlon Brando dying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got all of the major scenes. Um, I don't have any. I mean, I think we yeah. I think the only thing left is the ending where basically they start kissing yes. Michael's hand. And then you see everything come full circle, and then the credits. It's it was awesome. Yeah, and the music was done was awesome. Yeah, um, all the. I'm pretty sure that was all done in New York, right? I mean, was there? I think for the most part, yeah. I mean, there may have been some stuff done in the studio. There may have been some stuff yeah. done on location somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. Yeah. Because um, I, I know that house is is a, just from the lore of it is a real house in Staten Island. It was, it's, and I'm pretty sure it's still there. Yeah. Uh, 
It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so yeah. widely considered, Dave, what the top three movie of all time, right? And I mean, did you see? I saw a few lists that had Citizen Kane as number one and Godfather number two, um, or number three. But Casablanca sometimes is in the top three. Mm-hmm. Those that it's. So uh, you've watched it now. You've you've sat on it for a week. Is it one of the best three movies that's ever been made? Mm. I mean, just different by I the way from your favorite three movies. You know what I mean? It is different. So have to be I can't say I I wouldn't have any idea whether it's my favorite third third favorite movie or what. Um, it is an incredible film. I I think it is long. I think they could have tightened it. I would have preferred they did. I think if it was a two and a half hour film over a three hour film, that would have been better. But with that said, just so much brilliance in the film. Like it really set the bar for a lot of movies that came after it. And I just think that the composition is incredibly amazing. Like there are a lot of things that, that this movie brings that um, were very different. For example, they didn't do any credits in the beginning of the movie. They just kind of went, okay, presents The Godfather, and then we're in it. There's no like starring X, Y, Z, you know, maybe they, maybe they did one for Brando, but so they just go, boom, they go right into it. And then- That was cool. Yeah. And now, now I don't know if there actually was an intermission or not with this movie. No, there wasn't. I think that was a, like a, they thought they were going to, the stuff that you sent me to read, they mentioned that they were going to do that, but they thought against it. Yeah. So it was, it was a very, very unique in the presentation, the cinematography. You mentioned how they were able to use filters and things to make it look like it actually was filmed in the 1940s and 50s. And so there's a lot of technical aspects of this film that was just absolutely amazing. And, um, the acting was on well you are correct in that half the acting stunk i will agree with that but the the great performances were really great like pacino fantastic brando we disagree but i think he was fantastic you know um let's see the the guys that play some of the side characters as we're talking about a lot of good performances here and there as well and so overall is it a top three film i mean i need to see more of them to really know but okay. from what yeah. I've seen, you you did send me a list of ones you haven't seen, and those were a lot of the ones. There's a lot. Considered. I have seen Citizen Kane. I thought that it. Yeah, I I will say that I I mean certainly, it was a very fascinating movie. I think you're kind of. I felt like you didn't love that movie either. Um, the that was, movie I it was it was a tough one to yeah. get through. The first third was pretty. I yeah. I, I remember. It, it took me like a week. I kept falling asleep in that first third, and then when I got through that, it started rolling, <laughs> and it and it started. It was really, it was it was really. It, I thought it was terrific, but I also don't think. I mean, yeah, it's but, hard. You know, you put, like I said, you say it's same, same kind of thing. You put this on this pedestal, and you're going to watch it a yeah. little differently. But uh, yeah, that's true. So I just saw a bunch of uh, caps. <laughs> Yeah, Fly so by. I, I the there stuff. were a lot of well, characters record, everyone, in the movie, Flix, for what it's Dave worth. There were a lot of characters in the movie. There were a lot of characters in the movie. I, I think I overstated that. Not half the acting. It was, I'll walk it back. It was maybe a number of people were not were not great. But the, but the acting in general, like on the whole, was phenomenal. Like, I just think it was really great. Um, now, um... <laughs> I'm gonna maybe do do a, a, a sports because that's what we that's what we used to do. Yeah, that's what the, the sport a sports kind of theme here. Yeah, yeah. For being the best thing of all time, 
I have a hard time saying it is the best movie when I when I look at it objectively, and I don't even outside of Chino, <laughs> okay? Right, right. I don't think any of the main people it was their best role. So you look oh. at it as a kind of hmm. in that sense. If you want to like be really critical about it, like yeah. Brando, obviously his best work was in the fifties. I'm know, on Mars. That's not, for it's what? not even. What am What's I on that? Mars for? Because I said that some of the guys can didn't didn't act that well. Well, see, <laughs> now, see, now you know what it's like, Dave. Yeah, now they're killing me. Look at this. I did Only, say that the um, acting was phenomenal. What did I? I said that. You said, you said half the acting stunk. I was I was exaggerating. Quote. I was exaggerating. I did not mean. That was a quote. You know, well, the there's record, no everyone. taking it back now. It's the internet. But like, all right. Yeah. I, Al Pacino, James <laughs> Caan, Martin. <laughs> Quickies. Robert Duvall. I don't get the big deal about the 1980 Olympic hockey team. They only won by a single goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Plus, they were they were on home ice. I mean, come on. <laughs> Dave and Junkie, the new Siskel and Ebert, or better than Siskel and Ebert. We really do need to do more of these movie podcasts. This is really fun. Um, Abe Vigoda's. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, Vigoda's best. What work? are you comparing I mean, it against? What, what, what does that mean? Like exactly. What, I'm like, what, what does that mean? The, of the other, what, there's not much of a sample size to work with there, but I would agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, and then, oh, okay. I was trying to find. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, Quickie said, "Great observation by me on the opening credits." Never noticed that. Yeah. And I do. I think that was the first movie that ever did that, right? Because like I don't ever remember a movie released before then that would go right in the movie like that. Usually, it had a lot of credits. We said we don't. Yeah, I'm sure that there was. There's been that done, like maybe, no silent movie. I'm no, actually, they probably had it. You're right. That's that was. It's a good call to you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Um. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we were. This has turned into a, the not random question show because everyone is just fuming. Are you frozen? You look frozen. No, no. I'm just. I'm just getting so many responses. Even like my phone is getting texts too. Like about really? this episode. Wow. <laughs> it's like that. It's that big an episode. Like if people are texting about it as well. So. um Let's see. Quickie says, Dave and Junkman make Rex Reed and Dennis Cunningham look like cream puffs. That's funny. Rex Reed? I'm trying to remember him. I don't remember him. Rex Reed. Rex Reed. That, that, those are, those are um, movie reviewers, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've definitely been pretty tough like, compared to... Yeah. Chris has way more in that brain of his about, about this stuff. Than... <laughs> oh, I have questions. <laughs> All right. So, guys. Question followed by the question itself. Let's hear some questions from you guys tonight. <laughs> this is this yeah, is I mean, gonna be. We've got to go now. <laughs> Kevin's like, no, no, right. no, no. I didn't mean we have to leave. I meant it's it's the time for them to. Oh to yeah, take over. it's absolutely we've, time. I've talked it's for absolutely an hour, time. So we've we've really it's, it's um, only fair in the way in the way only in the way we could. We've recapped the movie, so yeah. Um, please and please and please do. I mean, yeah. that's that's part of this. We're actually so. looking forward to these questions. So so please, please uh, share some questions, and we'll we'll take them with you for the next few minutes or more than that oh yeah I'll stay here I take I don't I, I don't run from the from any of this stuff so keep it coming you haven't so far so props to you for, for standing and owning it so that's cool alright guys so go ahead and get those questions and we'll answer them in order 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it really, but it it's definitely worthy. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, you know, like so we're gonna do like you know the college basketball top twenty-five. Yeah. It's in there. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's in the top twenty-five I, guys. No, I I'm not I would say it's, it's a top trash. five movie definitely because it's like to do three. I mean, that's hard. I mean, you got to think of Lawrence of Arabia. You've got to think of, um, and we mentioned Citizen Kane. You know, we got to mention, but it's also so uh, personal. Like, I mean, it's like we've had discussions about favorite albums or yeah best albums it's hard to say the you know the best mm-hmm. you know you can go by what like who makes the most money who, who you know what sells the most tickets or uh you, you know who wins the most academy awards you know you can if you wanted to or just like what you like better you know you may just like something better somebody may like for example myself may like alfred hitchcock movies a lot mm-hmm. which, that's just the thing it's just I personal preference yeah now, I have some... Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so first question from Vtred. Are you guys high? No. I had... Um, <laughs> I did try the... I, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I did try the um, the cannabis gummies mm-hmm. a couple months ago. First time ever. Oh, really? For pain. Not just because I was trying to be like Andy <laughs> and just you know, run around the golf course. Right, right. Being, um and they did absolutely nothing to me. They did nothing for the pain. They made me thirsty. And um, that was about it. So I still have some if anyone wants them because I stopped trying them because it was pointless. So I'm not currently high now. I am now sadly left with tea, herbal tea of all things, when I used to do Dave's show drunk and smoking cigars. So it's been a long, I've come a long way. Right on. Um, V-Tread. Junkie says, Godfather, a solid eight seed in the East. I was I was thinking like a, <laughs> like a three, maybe depending on the mood of four, depending on what I've got, my, oh, my mindset yeah. is going. But definitely a, a three, a solid three seed. I I think, yeah, I'm going to say a three. All right. A three in the East. Okay. So give them, give them some, you know, some home games in the Meadowlands or something. Cool. Uh, let's see. Sharon junkie is to review is junkie is to review the Godfather as Marquis is to the Bev bag relationship. More questions arise when answers are given. <laughs> That's great. I like that. I take that actually as a compliment. Because... <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, well, I know. I don't know, but I don't know what that other part was about Bev bag, but the part about uh, the more questions arise. Yes. Yeah. I do take pride in that. <laughs> I like questions. If you happen to notice. Toro. Well, now what? Now what? Junk Man in two weeks. Part two is a prime example of why you don't make sequels. Oh, I don't know. Well, we, I, Dave because... and I, in case anyone, in case any, I'm sure everyone's on the edge of their seat wondering. Dave and I have discussed making this a not not a weekly thing, but like doing these classic movies or yeah. like these, you know, all time not guy movies, but just there's. I sent Dave a list of like 50 movies. He sent me back which ones he hadn't seen. I compared him to the ones I hadn't seen and yeah. came up with a, a top 10 list um, to do. If this turns out to be a, a, po- a popular show, there could be more. We can't do The Godfather 2, the next one. I mean, there's that's certainly on the list, but mm-hmm. let's take it well, easy. I would think that you're going to want to see that movie because you mentioned how your favorite character is easily Al Pacino's character. So it would seem that that would make sense to watch Godfather Part Two. 
All right, but let's, yeah. <laughs> but one of the things about The Godfather 2, and that's why Toro made this comment, is that it's just simply one of the most celebrated sequels in the history of filmmaking. It was like the first great sequel that may have even been better to, or at on the same level as the original. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... See, most of the, he is... <laughs> Chris is right, though. They're, most, most of the time, sequels do just disappoint, yeah. but yeah. I have heard this one does not. And Vitred, I will not participate in a part two bloodbath. Who say who might not be a bloodbath? Who's to say? I could be walking around going, now that was the number one movie of all time. You don't know. That might that'll you know, uh, you know. Obviously, right now, you know, it's Die Hard. You know, Casino. That was a great part too. And uh, wait, wait, did you say Casino? Like, so you're kidding. calling I'm Casino Goodfellas too? Yeah, I actually do the same. I'm not. I'm kidding. Die Hard is not that. the best movie of all time. I was just trying to push feature. Oh, you're asking about the top five thing. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I don't know where I would go with top five. I mean, I, I kind of feel silly nowadays saying Star Wars is a top five movie because of the influence. But I say it because of the influence it had on the industry, not so much that it was actually the fifth well, best movie Well, don't even ever. worry about the top five movies all the time. Just give me what what movies. Give me just a couple just so I know like my barometer for you. Like oh, what okay. movies do you like? Did you like watching more? Like, oh, okay. Like, well, see, favorite and best. It's like you're saying. Like, it's not the same right. thing at all. Let so me which... see Dave's best. Like, just for you. Like, oh, just my my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Forget. Oh, they're the going to be very different. The I mean, techniques <clears throat> and all this stuff that I don't. We, okay. Some of us don't understand. Well, Toro's is saying the public is demanding part two be the next one. Um, okay. Maybe we do that because honestly, the momentum from this is clearly going to lead into a part two review, right? So maybe we should. Um, well, here you get. You tell me some of your favorite movies. I'm gonna look, look at the uh, see. I'm gonna get some feedback on the because okay. I did make that list. Yeah, like a month ago. I, I truly and I will say this with with every amount of earnesty. I really did. Lawrence of Arabia was a great movie. Really great. Like I think it's a top ten movie for me. Okay, it's really good. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna slowly take over as the number one enemy on this. What? Opposed to me. Oh. I'm not. I'm not saying what I. I just feel like that's. That oh, that's a great question. So, Quickies, have you ever is asking? Have you guys seen Goodfellas? Yeah, of course. I know I shouldn't say of course because we never we didn't see this one. <laughs> so, but yes. Okay, so you did. However, I did not, and I I've seen bits and pieces. You know, I've seen it, but um, I I think I I think it was, but I haven't seen the whole thing, and I want to because especially now after seeing The Godfather, I got have to. I mean, I feel like it'll be a natural fit for me after seeing this. Yeah, right. no. here, here's some, here, here, here's some, maybe Santoro or or or, or uh, Mr. Coin or Beatred. Here's some of my notes from Dave and I's back and forth of these movies that are considered like in the top twenty, I guess, of all time. That are sort of dude movies or whatever you want to call it that we haven't seen. Godfather Two, yes, it's on there. Um, but surprisingly, here's some that also that we have not seen. Both of us: Taxi Driver, Chinatown, Silence of the Lambs. Raging Bull, Midnight Cowboy, Do the Right Thing, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's just a little taste of how clueless Dave and I are on some of these top, I don't know what, top 50. It's not like we haven't seen movies. I've seen tons of movies. Um, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's Those are some of the contenders for part two, but it sounds like we're going to have to do Godfather part two as our yeah, second episode. Definitely. But those are some of the other ones in case you don't strike anyone's fancy. Yeah. Um, Do you think this is the best mob movie of all time, Dave? I don't know. I have to see Goodfellas, and then I'll have an answer for you. 
I will have an answer to you after that. Because Goodfellas is really on high ground. Like I, I think I need to see it first before I can answer that question. It's certainly in the in there. It's in the Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. It's a, it, because, yeah. like I said, everything that came after it owes itself a little bit to The Godfather. Once you see it, it makes sense. Like anything, and even like drug movies, like kind of owe itself to The Godfather. The pacing. Well, no, no, no the pacing's not the good example, but but you know the acting, the the drama, the the in, the intensity, and everything else. Um, I think that's, I didn't like. I I like this movie more than Goodfellas for sure. Oh, okay, okay, that's an interesting observation. Um, yeah. Um, I did not. I actually, I have two, two mob movies I like better. Um, I am at this point, I guess I might as well just have them burn down my house. Wait, what? For what? I said I do. I there are two mob movies that I like better than this than this movie, and I might. I guess I should just. Oh yeah, for you to say that. Oh yeah. Have them. I mean, be sure they're gonna burn. Do burn we down go house. there? Do we go there? I don't know. And I'm not. I don't know if they're. I'm not saying they're better. I personally enjoyed a Bronx Tale more than this movie. Um, okay. It's a totally different. It's a little different feel, but I. That's one of my favorite mob movies, and I don't hate to say it, but I. This one I may think is better, and I like it better. But I think The Untouchables is my one of my favorite movies, and it's do the acting is as good as The Godfather. I mean, it's Costner, Connery, Andy Garcia, Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. If you compare, you know, compared to Brando, Pacino, James Caan, and Duvall, that's a pretty solid four against four. And Brian De Palma and Francis Ford Coppola, it's comparable. Um, and I just enjoyed it more. I'm also a Kevin Costner guy, you know. Been on the record a long time with that one. I'm also a, a solid fan of three-hour movies. See, that, there you go. Nobody makes a three-hour movie like Kevin Costner. That's <laughs> um, true. That's true. Um, so that's just a little bit of uh, my sort of where I am at with movies. I okay. like. Um, there's tons of not tons. There's a bunch of movies I like more than this. I'm not saying they're better. You know, I don't know enough about, um, you know, film, filmography, cinematography and, uh, all that stuff and how things were made and stuff. But there was, there's certain film watching experiences that, and some were even, and even more recent (laughs) that I like more than this. My goodness. So, (laughs) yeah. So get the flames ready for your house because you're thinking, (laughs) I think the moment is at hand. But as far as the questions, one more from VTread. Um, well, actually, me, uh, yeah. Oh, Parcel says next week, Dave, me. I saw Godfather two. Watched it in only six sittings. <laughs> I'll try to do better with the next one. I will. Um, the question from Vitred is, what did you think of the cemetery scene? And I believe he means from the Godfather. It was a big scene. Will you? Are you going to answer the question? Oh me? I, I, I oh my answer. Well, my answer is. Uh, I thought it was good. Um, I mean, it certainly shows the how important he was to to everything. Really, the whole scene. So, I mean, you saw the roses being dropped off. A lot of tradition. Yeah. Yeah. It really just shows you that. That was cool. I yeah, mean, that, I was, that was cool. That part. That was one of the the. the I mean, and I'm trying to not maybe. It's hard to say good things about killers, you know? but uh, yeah, no, just like, but they do have some 
some traditions that are that are laudable some loyalty stuff if you want to if you're trying to reach you know at guys who don't really earn they just sort of steal and wait for someone to build something up and then they go and take it or it's so they but they do have some traditions and it but you know the germans had traditions back then too and it didn't work out so well <laughs> you call them all germans nazis now look at this no 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 i did i say germans i meant nazis, you did say sorry. germans sorry so yeah um I don't know where we go from here. We can go. We can hope that there's some more questions that don't include what is my address, because <laughs> um, there are children here that we don't. So you can wait till I'm off the premises. Isn't that another mob rule? Yeah. They're not supposed to kill people in front of their kids. So yeah. I don't do cigar walks anymore. So someone's really gonna have to 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 find me, uh, find a, ch- a shot, a chance when uh, yeah. I'm not around the kids. All right. So um, uh, let's see. John, uh, um, Sharon says, "Junkie." I have seen enough gifts on the board to get the gist the gist of Goodfellas. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think that's hysterical because you see so many you really could like make the whole movie out of all the gifts that we've seen of the of the Goodfellas movie. So I feel like I've seen half of it already, but I will see the whole thing at one point. So it was nice to see like uh, well I could keep saying about Al Pacino he's phenomenal because you know he did sort of. T- he becomes like a cartoon later in his career, you know. Good point. So this yeah. was like just now. I don't want to call it his peak, but it could have been. I, I I didn't. I don't know all of his body of work, but holy cow! Well, so com- you just just fun. He was just uh, he was just so good. I could yeah. just if they have outtakes of stuff that he was in, just I, I could watch a movie just on that. Uh, yeah, but. There you go. There you go. Um, there's, cool. I guess, there's the review. It lasted half as long as the movie. Um, True that. Which, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have, did you have any questions beforehand? After we get any good ones, or just they, um, I, think I, I think I may have just stroked them all out. That's what happened. <laughs> well, what they're doing right now, the chat is uh, trying to come up with who from who from the board would be in the different roles as the Godfather. So like if you had to cast people from the board in a production of the Godfather, like a modern day production of the Godfather. Uh, that's a, that's, that's a good, that's a great question. Yeah. So we have, well, yeah. uh, who, who's, who's Marlon Brown? We have to start at the top. Oh, that's a great call. That's a great question. It's probably Vitred, right? Um, we will, that is a good question. I don't know who would be the, I don't, Vitred's, I mean, he's kind of the elder, yeah. He's an elder statesman. He's not the oldest, I don't think, but he's sort of, and he's been around right. as long as anybody that's still around. Right. And he's always, uh, he does have uh, wisdom, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't been on the board lately, but from what I remember, he 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 spoke with a little more um, understanding of of life and of of different things, not just like a fly off the yeah. seat of his pants young, youngster like some of these other kids mm-hmm. other other posters yeah. that I remember um, he would be a good good godfather I think uh, I don't remember who else had any sort of like air of uh, respect like kind of older respectability well um, what's his name the guy who runs the board the guy who owns the board Bill, oh Timmy right? Russo is his name Bill in real life? Yeah, his name's real. Yeah, Bill. I mean that—that's sort of something you can go with that if you wanted to. I guess uh, you could be the Godfather. Yeah, Beatred's my choice for Brando. 
Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, now, the, the the fly off the handle, James Conn Award. I mean, there's a lot of contenders for that. Would you? And people people who have been banned before. <laughs> there's a lot that's of true. lunatics people that have, have been come banned. to that place. That's, that's good. Like a bat out of hell. Yeah. And then it disappeared. Ooh. Whether by their own account or would that banned. be fun time then? Or no, 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 no. I mean, not fun time. Well, there was a guy who had like who who rooted for like every team, and. He oh, Mike forty four. Mike forty four. Yeah, and he seemed to be in every f- fight. Yeah, like every he was always in every argument somehow. Yeah. Everyone, um, but uh, yeah. So Mike forty four as as maybe who? as James Conn. Oh, he would be. Oh, okay. So he would be. He would be sunny. Okay, he would be sunny. Okay, that's interesting. That's true. He is. He wasn't in every freaking fight like in the movie he's just running around starting fights honestly so um okay so let's get some some ideas from the the board slash chat chaz palmentary as a guest wait oh chaz palmentary was a guest at vitred's wedding that's great that's cool super cool i didn't know that that's interesting um from the bronx tale by the way a bronx tale wow good stuff okay so Bev Bag as Connie. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then Junkie as Polly. What do you think of that? Which one was that again? Um, Trying to remember. You guys have to remember, too. We watched this one. It's not like you nuts who've yeah. watched it a hundred times. Yeah, there's so much. It, it was tough to keep track of everything that was going on. Like, it was, there was a lot of stuff going on. When you tell when you say Polly, I think of the Sopranos and the Polly Walnuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Vivian Stringer's weaves as Frank Pentanelli at Anthony Corleone's communion party. See, they're going to they see these guys know the the guys who had one line. They they know everything. That's why this is was a dangerous show. (laughs) I know because the people that we're we're talking to have seen this movie and they've seen the outtakes and they've read up the things and they know who was what and who got this role and who was supposed to be up for this role and yeah. Like that was interesting. The stuff you sent me that um, they didn't even want Brando in this movie, right? Like Isn't that producer, interesting? The producers wanted him nowhere near it. Wow. They wanted like what is it, like Lawrence Olivier? They said or somebody or um, that's and what then I heard. They, yeah, and they didn't want. And they said they they almost fired Pacino or they they wanted Coppola to fire Pacino and give that to like Robert Redford, I think. And then Coppola refused, and then they were gonna try to fire him at one point. And then they got the 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 rough cut of the of the scene in the in the restaurant where he shoots Pacino shoots both the cop and the other mob the other mobster, and that's when they were like, "All right, we'll let him we'll let him we'll let him run with it." Uh, like up until that point, they weren't convinced that Coppola was the guy to because he had only done like one movie at that point. Isn't that just so interesting? Like, not only was Brando not considered was not wanted to be in the movie. They didn't want Pacino and they didn't want Coppola. So that's just hysterical. I understand that because, I mean, if you if you think, if you know a little bit about, I don't know as much as these guys, but I know a little bit about movie yeah. history. And and Brando was washed up at that point. Yeah. I mean, it was, he was, he was a clown and he was, uh, from what I've read, the little bit I've read, he was extremely difficult yeah. of, of a man just that is, that is true. to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, where you don't hear that stuff about Khan and Duval and Pacino and the, you, you I mean, Maybe they did later in their careers because they were young. 
But uh, Quick, so are you tweaking us with that comment? He says, Michael is the guy Al Pacino plays, a.k.a. the Godfather. Because we were asking, like, who's that other guy that we were talking earlier? That's he funny. said Burt Reynolds was up for Michael, which I that's I could see that. I mean, just back then, Burt Reynolds, he was That would was have been an odd choice. But Pacino was, this is the same thing as Coppola. Pacino yeah. was kind of unknown. He had done one right. movie. Coppola had done one movie. Right. Um, and so it's interesting how these things come to be. You have Brando, who's totally washed up. Yeah. And then these other guys on their on their way to being just phenomenal huge stars yeah. Coppola obviously on his way to being a huge star um and it it worked and there was yep. a lot of like I said the, the veteran and the veteran actors it always seemed to be they were like the supporting cast you know Sterling Hayden like I said was the cop and he'd been in every he had tons of movies and all these other guys these older guys who had been around Hollywood forever yeah so that the experience was like on the outside outside of Brando you know they were and uh, it, it it made for an awesome movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of anything other stuff that you sent me to read about that. I mean, I, I love, like I've said to you a hundred times, the uh, I love all of, I love behind the scenes stuff. I, I love all that information. I love finding out who is supposed to play who and um, why movies were made and why they're not, you know, and supposedly there's, I mean, the book was, the book was a bestseller. Mm-hmm. It's a very um, when you think when you talk about the making of it, there's a very Jaws vibe to it. Like Spielberg was really young, not so much the actor side, but like they tried to get that that movie was they tried to axe that movie being made tons mm-hmm. of times yep. over budget. Not thinking Spielberg didn't have any idea that Shark looked fake. Um, a lot of that stuff in the '70s, and then you come out of uh, the '70s with Coppola and and Spielberg and uh, you know just some of the greatest directors that we've ever had yeah that's interesting that isn't have, it yeah close call and they they kind of learn and some of them they made these amazing like Jaws to me is is in the is in the same is in this conversation of, of these of these yeah movies of all time good and call yeah these guys kind of it's a great movie cut their teeth like they made these masterpieces yeah um, and they were, were so young and made all these, and we're making mistakes, like on the job, really. And this is what comes out of it, like these uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal movies. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sure um, Scorsese is the other one. I was, I, I blanked on for a second. You know, he was in. He's not that they're part of a group, but they all came in the '70s and came up with these things and took these chances. And, yeah. Um, a really sort of. I, I don't know Chris uh, ACQ would know I mean the golden if you golden decade for there's probably the 70s is I don't know it's probably up there I mean yeah. it might be the best because there's so many if you looked at um, I know obviously the Godfather won the Oscar now I wasn't on the committee that year so but, <laughs> it would not have won if you were on the committee. But the year that before that, I but the year before that, I think the, it was the French Connection. The year mm-hmm. after, um, just if you look at the lists, yeah, um, you know, and then you had towards the end, you know, Apocalypse Now. I think was seventy eight or nine. Oh, so cookies with a question. Rocky. Rocky was Rocky won. Yeah, seventy six, seventy seven or so. They, they that, it won your, then. You know, your Star Wars. Did Star Wars actually win Best Picture? I don't think they did. 
No, but no. I'm just saying the '70s really seemed like a golden, oh yeah, golden era. Yeah, for and then these. We talked the about French Close Encounters. Yeah, was, French Connection. Close Encounters. Chinatown um, is from the '70s. Was Chinatown. Dirty was Harry. Space Odyssey, I think, might have been. Yeah. On there. American Dirty Graffiti, Harry. which involved American both graffiti. With, yeah. George think, Lucas um, and Francis Ford Coppola. And, the yeah. Sting, I think, might have been seventy or seventy-one. It, it was, yeah, right in the beginning, uh, like seventy-three um, or so, which is like that, yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. As it's a great I've movie. Said, I've said yeah. on this. Um, um, have you seen Apocalypse Now? Asks Quickies. That that I, I would love to watch it again. I think I saw it with like a bunch of dudes in high school or college, you know. So not like a, yeah. not in a in a way like we like I watched this by myself in my office. Yeah. Um totally not distracted so yeah i have seen it but i i, I wouldn't even uh, uh, try to talk about it because it was one of those like oh we got to watch this and there's a bunch of kids in a college in our like apartment yeah. in college it was cool. phenomenal i remember thinking robert duvall is the greatest actor in the, of all time that i remember thinking that watching the movie and but as far as anything else i mean i, I would really i would love to watch it again and but it's pretty cool. I um, now Quick saw earlier. Uh, Quick said that Dave should do a vidcast with another Goodfellas virgin. I think someone else on the board hadn't seen it, and we get the response from Derek that Ender Building hadn't seen it, which is astounding. How could that have be? I would think he's really up on those kind of move on, on movies, not on those kind of movies, but movies in particular. That's surprising to me if that's true. Um, I don't know if we can get him on the podcast, but if there was ever was a podcast for him to do, that would be a good one. What was this one? What was that? Goodfellas. Yeah. What you've, about it? Well, you've seen it and I haven't. And But they were saying like when I do a – I should do a Goodfellas podcast review with someone who else – someone else who hadn't seen it. So that was the ah. idea. Yeah. I agree with that. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of recommendations here. Let's see. Quickie says, you guys should eat re- – I mean should read Easy Riders and Raging Bulls. Great book about 70s film. That's there awesome. you go, Raging Bull, Easy Rider. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, saw that. Mean too. Streets, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, we could. Manhattan, I really think, like this, all the Woody, the Woody, the Woody Allen. Annie Hall, series. yeah, yeah, Annie Hall too. I mean, so it's amazing. Like all this came together in the seventies. You're right. I think it's a really golden. It's a golden period. Yeah, there film. are there are times people and people love the fifties. I mean, there are yeah. some. You look all the Bogart and uh, all that kind of that stuff that that would probably be well thought of um but i'm trying network i think was even in the 70s yeah, i know that was, 70s, it's not yeah. like mm-hmm. top 10 but they're they're all the president's men and and smoking the bandit was in the 70s i don't know if that's in the same caliber but you remember yeah, i think you're taking over yeah of course i remember but now they're gonna hate you more than me Bringing up smoking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I love the movie. I'm just saying. I'm In case just... you guys are wondering, Dave lives at. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. I like that movie. I'm just, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. It's a very, very solid film. Um, let's see. Quicks, Indair building a disappointed with the lack of seltzer down the pants. In which movie? That's funny though. <laughs> yeah, he always wants the seltzer um, down the pants. That's a key. That's a key point. Um. Oh man, I I am looking forward to watch actually watching Goodfellas though because man, that is gonna be that's gonna be good. There's so, um, it's a it's really good. There's a one, I mean, there's a couple of let's say wedding scenes in there that could, oh okay that could kind of 
not be in it. But, yeah. You know, we yeah. all make choices. Directors make choices. Yep. Let's see. Um, Beatrice says Ender will do it for some badetas. There's ah, very few yeah. movies I think that I I can I've watched where I'm like oh I I think it's usually a scene or two in a movie that I'm like okay that could go, but there are a few that that have come like, but it's hard. Yeah, it is. But we're we're reviewing the movie. Yep, guys. For example, I think Psycho. You have to you can't take anything out. Oh, so you think it's like a perfect execution? Okay. Ah, yeah, execution. Ah, 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 ah. But no, that's, that's good. I agree with that though. I need to see. I have not seen that either. And I need Cuckoo's to. Nest. Um, that was in the seventies. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Jaws. Yeah. I, even Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, I'm not like a. Well, that's that the that's the eighties, but but yeah, that's a good. No, one. I'm talking about just. I'm talking about movies now that I think are great oh i see. like the godfather i think the godfather is great it's a great movie but i think there's a lot of great movies i think the usual suspects is a great movie i know that's newer i'm oh, not newer it's the 90s um, <laughs> quickies why did stairway to heaven have that stupid guitar solo give me a tight four minutes and get the heck out of there oh absolutely that song goes on way too long Where's i didn't that say that doing? i didn't say that those are the property of Kevin on the Cape. That those comments. I mean, come on, that's just like um, was it Wayne's World when they have the, the sign yeah. in the guitar shop? No, no, no stairway that, to heaven. I mean, that was like it's like my dream. <laughs> Enough of that. Was, if I have to hear Dark Side of the Moon again, I'm gonna stab myself. Oh uh, no! Oh now now look look who just came into the chat. It's starting pitcher. He's just in the chat. He's not happy. He, it does not sound like he was happy with that comment. No, nope. it's possible. Uh, so Toro says, what the hell happened to Junkman at a wedding in his lifetime? Guy has some serious scorn. No, I mean, not, weddings are, I mean, I liked mine, but like I said, if even, unless it's yours, they suck. <laughs> there, it's, I can think of four million things I'd rather do than go to someone else's wedding. Wow. Including okay. like wow. my brothers, my sisters was kind of cool, but, uh, no. I mean, you kind of get like, you get a, you, you sit at a table with a bunch of clowns. Um, the dancing is stupid. <laughs> That's just dumb. You, if, I mean, if there's a DJ, forget it. Just, I'm out. I'm not even coming anywhere near oh, that man. building. Uh, I don't know. A lot. I'm trying to think if I've gone to a wedding since I've quit drinking. And I don't think that it's been the case. I'll probably want to just slit my own throat if that ever is ever the case at least you always have a bar and god forbid if it's a cash bar someone's getting thrown down someone's getting beaten up but yeah um i don't know if anything happened to me at a wedding i mean it's just i find it completely unnecessary <laughs> it's like 20 30 40 50 thousand dollars whatever these people spend on these things a lot much we can do better like renting out you know uh, drive-in movie theater and watching Godfather 2 to all together and then you guys can throw your popcorn on my head <laughs> way better use than spending it on a wedding Kev. or maybe we can move, watch something else that might be just as good like uh, Reservoir Dogs or oh I don't know 12 Angry Men great one black and white you'll love it I really some like of my favorites sounds like a good one yeah
yeah. won't go with Casablanca and all the smoothie love stuff. That's you know that's kind of the typical stuff that people say. But you know what's a really good movie, Dave? What is it? <laughs> that I would love to watch again, maybe with the board, maybe on like a special show. Home Alone. Ah, uh, that that's a, a good. One. Oh, that's good. That's a good. Yeah, that's I mean, a, I that movie that. has no fat in it. You need every scene in that movie. Yeah. That's an awesome choice. That's John awesome Candy, movie. kind of like the Godfather. Yeah. You know, a good, a good, you know, I'd put him, you know, put him right up against Brando. Yeah. Um, put him up against Brando in what Macaulay, sense? Macaulay Culkin, kind of like Pacino, and just talent-wise. Oh, okay. Talent, yeah. Performance. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Macaulay Culkin could act, you know, Al Pacino out of, out of, a, out of the building. I don't know the other people in that. The old, there's that old guy, kind of like uh, Abe Goda. Well, well Joe, Pe- Joe Pesci, who, who, Joe Pesci's in Pesci, it. Pesci, yeah, right, yeah. Daniel well, Stern. Daniel Stern. I mean, that's... Catherine O'Hara is in that movie as the mom. Of course she is. Yeah, does a great job with that. Yeah, the dad is cool. Buzz yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. would be a fun. Like I, I think they have this thing called watch party. Like we could do that for a show. Like that'd be fun. Do one of those. Um, yeah. Oh, V-Tread, Trey, 12 Angry Men loses me at the wedding scene. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. if Was there actually a wedding scene in there or no? No, there was not. It, I it, know. It's, it's, just, the movie takes place tweaking. in one room. Just, yeah. I figured as much. But There's only one set for the well, yeah. two it's in the, one, the whole movie takes place basically in a room. Yeah, that's right. That's what I remember. Yeah, in a jury room. Yeah. I think I read the book. I'm not sure, but... They probably made you read that in high school. That's yeah, what that's what I was thinking. I think they, I think I read the book, or, or you might even read it in like as a play, because that's yeah. what we read it as. Yeah, Henry Fonda. Yep, it's a good Lee one. Lee J. Cobb. That's a good What's one. What's his name? There's yeah, that's, yeah. that's some that's some good stuff. Well, here's another one. I mean, oh, I can got. keep going on, Dave. We got right. to eleven, right? I mean, I can piss as many people off as possible. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you guys. I love you all, but. I don't love you as much as Shawshank Redemption. Oh, another great one. That is a good one, which I need to see because I know everyone has oh my gushed about that movie. I told you I, I haven't seen that many movies. We need it. We we are. It is. This is the time to catch up for sure. I got it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, but I I really am glad that we got to see a key one, and that's a huge film for us to finally see. And and I'm just glad I did it. I'm really glad I did it. I maybe yeah, junkies I, less I actually glad, did feel but... I did feel I no I felt a sense of accomplishment yeah when we finished and I I was like oh wow I because it's like uh it's a cultural landmark absolutely and people talk about that goddamn movie all the time all the time all the time and we're we are now almost fifty years on we'll be fifty years on in the year fifty yeah, that years movie was on made four years before I was born yeah so it's really. A celebrated, deservedly so, um, perhaps junkies poking holes in it, but all in all, it was a tremendous film, and uh, I'm poking, I poked a little hole in it as well. But you know, we didn't want to. You know, I, I think it's, I think it's good that you were honest about it. It's a key that you don't ever give in to just falling into the hype with everybody else, and so that's what's cool about about what you do is that you're real about it. <laughs> it's what. It's yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, I guess that's a way to put it. So I wouldn't say it's something I do. It's just that's that's it. I mean, that was real. That was yeah. I know there are times where um, I've certainly been accused of of picking the opposite side of an argument just to pick just to be on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. And when I was in my twenties, that's I think that could have been true. Like yeah, 
I did like to like sit on the corner corner of a bar and not not fight physically, but pick pick fights uh, mentally or whatever you know, mm-hmm. just with your words and and because I loved watching people argue. Like I'm I'm like the opposite of most people. Not argue to the point of like insulting each other. Like mm-hmm. have a real argument like over the merits of like U2 versus REM, whatever. Like we're talking about in the '90s bar or um, Reservoir Dogs versus Pulp Fiction or. Yeah. Uh, Bob Dole versus Bill Clinton, whatever it was. Like I, I loved watching people either like get pushed into a corner and get themselves out, or, <laughs> or really, um, really just sticking to their guns. Or it was even more interesting when if someone's opinion, which way more interesting, is more, right? Is is not as it's not as common these days. Everyone kind of just has their blinders on, it seems. But back <gasps> then, when you didn't have your cell phones and you couldn't just like go up and, and look, you know, look up an answer to a question. Yeah, you, you were in the corner playing darts or pool or whatever and you have these conversations of top five this of all time top five this of all time baseball teams first baseman like i always there were times like i said there were times when i would just if i felt there's six guys are hanging out and five guys have are going on about the 27 yankees i would pick a different team just to (laughs) make it interesting because if we all said the 27 yankees then it's over if we all said you know the white album but it gets pretty boring so i can but i'm i'm over that now i mean these are my yeah most of them are my, my feelings too like i don't think the white album is the greatest album and i don't think the 27 yankees are the greatest team but we those are for another time but yeah this was this was this was fun um yeah, it was fun i do i can't remember the last time i took a beating like this Do you? <laughs> no it's been i can't remember you, this happening either you, i feel like it had once or twice in the old show um man where this is a rare night for sure and that's just tonight wait till the board thread tomorrow oh my goodness it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy oh i see i see um yeah our, our buddy chris quickies wizard, wizard of oz is i mean let if we do a rewatch of that i already i haven't seen that movie in decades and i'm already I could already put hold that movie. Uh, I, I am. That was a horrible movie. I am going to side with you on this, and I mean honestly, look, I don't think I don't think it deserves as much. I, I don't think it deserves as much as it gets in terms of the praise. You just have stayed over the rainbow, far away from the rest. It, of it us. just wasn't that good. Like, I I think the best thing about it is that it was in color. If the movie was in black and white, like if it was released before color. Nobody would care about this movie. It's because it was released in color. That's the only the, reason anyone um, cares. Yeah. Uh, no, that's no. Yeah. We're not going to be doing that kind of, like I said, I, I read that list, but I think obviously I think that their, yeah. their choice is Godfather two. Although I really thought Chinatown would be a good one. I've always heard that. that we was will do like, that. We will do that. Cause awesome I, I've one. been really wanting to watch Chinatown. That and that's like an awesome. LA movie, right? Yeah. yeah I would definitely. And this is a, Jack and Nicholson. This and the whole thing. This was a New York movie. Awesome. And we've always had that. Yeah. One of the themes of our show has always been like yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. I thought Chinatown would be a good number yep. too, but fellas, thank you. Uh, the guys on chat are get praising this. Vitred, all oh, in all cool. seriousness, great job, guys. <laughs> Fun stuff. Sharon says, "Good job, boys." And and Quickie says, "Well done, fellas." Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> that... Oh wow, that's I've seen even see some exclamation points. Yeah, you can't you can't fake those. No, you actually have to do the shift and the and the thing. <laughs> you know? That's true. 
It's even more so on the phone. If you do it on the phone, you have to really like go find it. So thank you guys. Oh, forget it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Phones. Leave yeah. the phones. So we appreciate you. I'm really glad that you. Thank you all for being a big part of our show tonight in the chat. The chat was really flying. Like this is a great chat too. So I really like I said, it was it's there's those are the epic ones. There's two shows going on at once. Really, it really is pretty special. Yeah. So we know we know we gave. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say you got two minutes. We got like two minutes. We have two minutes. Do you have any final thoughts or I mean, I don't know. We can. Oh, this is interesting. You're showing it to me for final thoughts. All right. Well, let me do an ice. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I know. I, I know it's your show, but. No, I love this. I love this. This is like a role reversal. All right. Final thoughts for me. Well, I'll tell you what, like this was every bit the movie that it was set out to be, but I will admit like junkie, I did think that it was not the perfect movie by any means. And I think it was good that we side pointed that out tonight. Um, but all in all, I just think there's just so much that this movie did to influence the entire industry. And it was truly a treat to watch it, even if it was really long. I really enjoyed like savoring that and just getting to know this this benchmark of a film that set the tone for so many other films for the next five decades. So it was it was a pleasure for me. And how about you? Yeah, the you mean it's like the benchmark for like mob movies, right? Is our well, yeah, I've always I mean, heard of that, but I don't know correct. much. I don't know as much about like making of movies to know like what else it influenced. Because mm-hmm. I always heard this people say like when people talk about influence, sometimes it's hard for me to know because I know I, you know I know a little more about music I think than I do movies. So is it was it like did they make it in a different style? Or I mean I don't want to go off a different tangent, but was it just? I just mean like they opened up to a new level well, of mob movies because back in the think 30s of this. and 40s, think mobsters of were just, Think about the amount of violence Italians. in this movie compared to what came before it. I mean, that has probably got to be one of the most violent movies ever. And it was released at a time when movies being that violent was must have been just earth shattering at the time. Can I say, though, one... Uh, <laughs> the James Caan, when he finds the brother in the street yeah. and beats the shit out of him... <laughs> It is some of the worst. Oh I mean, yeah, he, he he doesn't even come close to right, him. Punch, right. Like four or five times, I'm like he's whiffing. Like, this is, <laughs> how do they not see this and just reshoot it? Yeah, like I didn't want to be a dick. Obviously, Francis Ford Coppola and me. I'm in my, you know, laundry room office on my, but and he's you know, the world class, an unbelievable filmmaker. So I'm not teaching him anything, but I looked at it. In the first in the first viewing, not the tenth or the twentieth, and I'm like, he's not even hitting this guy. You got to do something. You can. We, should, we need to make this a little more believable. It was kind of silly. It was. Now maybe was that supposed to be like James Conn was so blind with rage that he was missing, or do you think it was like? So I, I didn't. No, I, didn't know I think they just messed up the gaffing. I just, I honestly think it was a, a technical error. Because at one point I was like, maybe they're just leaving that in because the whole, I think James Conn's whole point in being in that movie was to just show like what like blind rage and mm-hmm. how that can affect your decision making. So I'm thinking yeah. maybe I'm overthinking it now, but it's the Godfather. Yeah. So That's I'm not thinking, oh, Maybe it. they just left, left it in because yeah. of that one. Um, um, but not as, not as big as an issue as the, the th- eight month long black guy, but <laughs> or the 27 minute wedding, <laughs> the 27 minute wedding, the baby's crying. Yeah. The I dig it. Well, oh, Toro says, ladies in Southern California have voted to make that bed behind Dave a historical landmark. <laughs> well, certainly in Santa Monica, ladies, I'm sure. I don't, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, could be Southern California. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Appreciate you, Chris. Toro, love it. Um, well, Kev, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for doing this. This is a really, really fun time. And um, we'll be in touch. My yeah? pleasure. Yeah. Um, that's my pleasure. If, if, if I'm allowed back on the show for the next one, just <laughs> this could be it. This could be the end. I like, I, yeah, I'll just go back to my uh, second job of knitting all right shirts out of curtains <laughs> seems to work well <laughs> kev start a whole career doing that much love man take care all, right, all the best to your family take it easy buddy you too brother all right man what a great show this has been kev you're the best thank you well that's gonna do it for our program tonight i mean this was really fun um thank you everybody for tuning in if you missed it if you um if you want to see it again It'll be on the YouTube replay will be here perpetually uh, for all time. And if you want to catch in, and if you want to hear it again, we'll have it on our Ditcow feed, uh, podcast feed, ditcow.com, or wherever you find Apple Podcasts. Look for Dave in the City Out West, and we'll have it for you. Thank you so much, everybody. This has been great. I do want to wish you guys a great Independence Day weekend as well. I hope it's a good one. I know it can be more restless than not these days with all the fireworks and everything else and all the nonsense that goes on, but we really hope you have a great Independence Day weekend. Celebrate America for a couple days. It'd be awesome. So take care, everybody. I I can't appreci- I appreciate you so much for, for this program, and Kevin, too. Super, super good. <laughs> it's just said, see it again. Yeah, I I understand why you say that. That, that. I hear that. I hear that. That was, that must have felt very. There must have been some real feels there, Vtread. But, but all in all, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, have a good one, everyone. Um, again on socials at Ditcal, Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/Ditcal and Ditcal.com, of course. Once again, get out there, get some grilling done, get some get some beach going done, and enjoy. Thank you so much. We will see you next time oh turn that up yeah there we go let's see you next time